What is up, people? You're listening to another episode of New Generation Hero Talk. Uh, as you could tell, um, EJ, uh, who is our you know, usual host, uh, was not able to join us this week. Um, but um, he'll be back next week. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah, so EJ's gonna be back. You won't be missing him for too long. But um, in the meantime, um, uh, myself, Shamari Stewart. And of course, as you just heard, uh, Kendall is here as well. We will be hosting, um, holding down the fort, uh, so to speak, until EJ uh, can return and join us as well. Uh, Kendall, what's going on? What's going on, Shamari? Uh, like you said, we have a. Uh, um, it's unfortunate we couldn't get EJ on this week's episode again. Hopefully, he he'll we can have him back for next week. But um, this is a big show. This is definitely a big show. Uh, we talked about it being a big show during our last show because we knew that we were reaching the uh, point of the Loki season finale. Uh, we were reaching the point of the Marvels. Um, and, you know, we were going to do the show, um, you know, earlier this week. Uh, and with the anticipation um, that we were just going to talk about those two things. Just review Loki season two. Uh, just review the Marvels, and you know that'd be more than enough for an episode of Hero Talk. If not, uh, separating those completely, you know, just doing a Marvels review and a Loki review like we usually do. But um, given that they all decided to drop at the same time, we we're just going to combine them. Um, of course, uh, as we you know we ended up pushing it back uh, to this Friday, being our recording day. Um, Marvel uh, and the the superhero landscape evolves uh, as uh, as we do this as we do this podcast, um, and our plans changed uh, because there was a uh, news broke um, during the week, uh, you know, about was well, it yesterday? I guess or two days ago is from when we were yeah, a few a few days ago from when we were recording this um, about. Uh, more news on the Fantastic Forecast. Uh, you know, that has been a, you know, revolving door of names that's gonna, that's come through that um, search in terms of who's playing uh, the four main characters that we know about. And it seems like we have our first concrete name. Um, nothing has been announced by Marvel Studios, so I would say I would always like to say nothing's concrete until it's announced by Marvel Studios, but we think we know who Reed Richards is, so we'll get to that. Um, later, uh, uh, in the show, but before we get to that, uh, we'll actually get to that early in the show, but, uh, before we get to that, um, we also did have some, uh, some, some trailers drop, uh, this week as well. Um, you know, Marvel dropped a, a, a What If Season 2 trailer, um, I thought it was fairly uneventful, um, wasn't a whole lot there, but I also didn't, like... There's a lot going on with What If, you know what I mean? Like, there's stuff, you really don't know what's going on. I think that's sort of the point. So, um, there's plenty of stuff that I probably missed, uh, and things that I'll understand when we when we actually see it. But the other trailer that dropped was uh, Madam Web. Sony dropped the trailer yeah. to Madam Web, Shamari. Um, you're our Sony-verse expert. Uh, having seen Morbius, <laughs> hardly, hardly, a, uh, <laughs> hardly a Sony versus for sure. I have not seen Morbius. Uh, I did see the both, both Venom movies. I don't know if you've seen Venom two yet. No, I did uh, play Spider Man two. Yeah, he did play uh, Spider Man two. Tomorrow. So like, that's it. the real Venom two. That's that's the Venom that I that I like uh, personally. <laughs> um, so we got this Madam Web trailer. What what did you uh, think of that? 
Yeah, we got. Uh, so we got Madam Web. Don't know what to make of Madam Web yet. I, I don't know. I can't say really say it looks good. Can't say it looks bad. Um, you know, looks like another. It looks. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I can't. I can't. It doesn't look awful. I mean, for a Madam Web movie. I mean, it looks probably about as as good as it as I as I it probably could look. I mean, you know, you have Madam Web. She's discovering her powers. Uh, right. Played by uh, Dakota uh, Johnson. Dakota yeah. Johnson. Um, Sydney you know, Sweeney. Sweeney in there um, as well. Um, so you have other uh, characters included in the movie. We didn't get to see too much of, of them. So I'm wondering, you know, if they can will be playing a, a larger role similar to, I mean, I guess the first thing that comes to my mind, mind for me is like Black Adam. How you had you know Hawkman and other you know others right right so maybe Madam Web can be you have other you know kind of superpower characters in the mix because um, I don't know how much Madam Web herself is going to do <laughs> you know and again they showed like the villain as some kind of like you know super it seemed like it seemed like a superpower being of some kind right so I don't know what Madam Web is going to do but. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm not throwing it under the bus completely yet. I'm, right now, I'd say I'll probably see it. You know, it's not one that probably be missed. But I am um, still cautious. How about you, Kendall? Uh I mean, first of all, I mentioned Sidney Sweeney. That was a uh, very very smart casting. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, I don't know. I don't know if she's gonna fit the role at all. But just getting people engaged. Yep. I think most of the commentary online that I saw about this movie were a lot of fans of her, fans of Euphoria, you know, she's yep. just a, a huge name right now that people were just like, oh, Sydney Sweeney superhero movie, you know, and so I think that that smart move by Sony, um, I maybe look at her agent and say, I don't know why, why she picked this movie, but, um, but look, I don't think it looks terrible, uh, it just looks like a TV show, like it looks like a show that should have yeah. been a TV show. Like the gifted, like Gotham, yeah. you know, uh, Star Girl. Yeah, like a Star Girl type. Like, it just feels in that vein, as opposed to a show that, like, as opposed to a movie that I'm supposed to expect people to, a lot of people to spend their money to go see this movie, spend two hours out of their day, you know, bring the whole family. Yeah, bring the whole family to see Madam Web. I don't <laughs> see the, I don't see the, 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 the money making possibility. A lot of people are going to be asking, "Where's the web?" Yeah, right. You know, like, Spider Man. Where are the webs? You know, she just sees the future. Yeah, I mean, so uh, you know, unless they play the Mor- the Morbius thing, where they're like, "Oh, but you know, Michael Keaton's in it," or something, <laughs> some sort of thing that's going to just get people to go go to the theater. Right. I don't really know how well this is going to do, but whether or not it's a good movie or not, I mean, you know, the Sony Sony trend suggests probably not, but I mean, who knows? Um. Yeah, if I was doing Madam Web, I definitely would have just made this a series. Uh, but the powers, I mean, the way she, they did her powers is cool. It's interesting, you know. I think that's their I think that's their selling point. I think it's a selling point for a lot of these Sony things is that um, even without Spider-Man, some of these characters are interesting. You know, Venom, without Spider-Man, is still in Venom. He's still interesting. Morbius, without Spider-Man, still has an interesting backstory. That's their that's going to be their thing with Kraven as well. I think they look at Madam Web and say, saying, like, her powers... You take the Spider-Man part of it out, could still be sort of a, a para, para, paranormal 
you know, thing anyway. You know, and they're kind of trying to make it into Spider-Man. Yeah, into like a horror movie kind of thing. And it's like, (laughs) you know, I... It's like Final Destination. Right, like a Final Destination type thing. I don't know if... Like, it's like, who are you selling this movie to? If you're selling it to superhero movie fans or comic book movie fans, I don't think they care about this. So now you're saying, well, can we get enough of those people and can we then get enough of the people that would just see any sort of horror movie or paranormal activity type of movie? And if, if you can get those people, but, I, like, I don't know if this movie looked, like, that good that where you're going to get those people that are just generic. Again, unless they're the Sidney Sweeney part of it, Dakota Johnson's a pretty big name. Like, if you're going to be able to just catapult that, maybe, but... Um, they but definitely yeah. got to promote promote this movie, like, yes. a lot. Yeah, they can't just rest on, you know, the, the Madam Web name and just say people no. are definitely going to go see it. No. Yeah, definitely gonna need a lot of trailers, a lot of TV spots, a lot of posters, a lot of, a lot of stuff, uh, to promote this movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely something we'll we'll have to keep track of, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure EJ, I'm sure we'll have thoughts uh, on this as well. Um, so, so of course, Kenno Kenno mentioned at the top of the show we did get another casting. Yes. Um, for the Fantastic Four. This is not a rumor, as far as we know. Uh, it's not a rumor, as far as we know, though I do also want to just say it's not something that's, like, final. Not final. Um, so Kevin not, Feige has not said anything about you it. No, definitely not final. Definitely still, you know, um, something that... It's that being we, reported. That is being reported, um, you know, but, but like, nothing has been, like, signed on the dotted line yet so far, as far as, far as we can tell. Uh, as according to Deadline, that... Um, Pedro Pascal, it seems. The Mandalorian himself. Um, Maxwell Lord himself. Maxwell Lord himself. Last um, of Us dude. You know, La- you know Joel. <laughs> yeah, Joel. <laughs> uh, uh, I think I think he was whiskey. If you're in the Kingsman, I, or I could be wrong. I, I forget which drink he was. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, the guy Pedro Pascal will be playing. Um, you know, Din Djarin. Well, he's, he is. Didn't <laughs> he will be playing right. um, Reed Richards. Yeah. Uh, according to uh, according to the to you know folks at Deadline and, and other scoopers, I'm sure on on Twitter and other places. Um, so yeah, this is pretty big news. Um, we, of course, have been speculating on who would be playing Reed Richards. We had, you know, among among many other complaints about Marvel, have been shouting, "Why do we not have a Reed Richards? Why can't Marvel cast a Reed Richards? Why is this something that, um, again, should be easy? Uh, Reed Richards isn't a, he isn't a character where, you know, there are other characters where it's like, okay, this is a very interesting type of character, you know, you're, you know, Wolverine or Logan. It's like, okay, yeah, that's not, you know, a character you're just gonna see on the guy on the street and say, oh, yeah, you're, you're, right. you're, you're, you're Wolverine. Um, but you know, Reed Richards is just you kind of your everyday man guy. Just a guy. Just can you can you put white on the side of his hair, right, and make him smart and make him sound smart? You know, like is it, can you do that? Yes, you could. If, you know, that's really the extent of what you're trying to do. So this really shouldn't. This is an important casting, but it's one that you know a lot of people can do. If you show me, I, I, I'm gonna make a comment that I don't think is controversial. Like you could literally have. I don't know, 85, 90% of, like, the major male actors yep. in Hollywood. Just give me a list. Throw a list of the, the top 40, 50 names right now. 
And, like, at least 80 to 85% of them, I can see him as Reed Richards. Like, just inherently. Just play a smart guy. You know, like, That's look at the it. guys who are in the Avengers right now. Like, it's be Jeremy Renner in his prime. Like, yeah, he's going to be the new Reed Richards. Yeah, like, okay. I'd buy it. And, you know, it's possible. You know. You know. You told me Paul Rudd was playing Reaper. I'm sure he could do it. it. Might be a little more comedic, but you know, I'm sure he could pull it off. Like, can you pull off techno babble? Right. Can you talk your techno babble and you know? Can you do your Ruffalo techno babble? Whatever, yeah. With the lab coat and stuff, <laughs> kind of bumble a little bit. You, you can do that. You can be Reed Richards. Like Miles Teller wasn't exactly like the like you know textbook. No. Reed Richards, square jaw, forty year old. <laughs> you know. Right. Leading man type, and he pulled it off. He was fine. He was fine. You know, he was not the issue with that movie. Not at all. all. Not at all. And we've seen now since that movie's come out, Miles Teller is, uh, you know, taking his has catapulted his career to another level. Um, as the kind of guy that, like, if they would have wanted to bring him back as Reed Richards, it would have been out of his price range at this point. So, um, credit to him there. But uh, yeah, anybody could play this character, um, which makes this an interesting choice because like it, it it's it's not like it's a it's not a bad it's not a bad casting um could pedro pascal be is he on that list of guys that could play reed richards absolutely yeah. you know i mean again we've seen him in a pretty wide range of of characters we've seen him play um so i think there's for sure he could play it um my 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 question would be on the flip side is if i'm marvel and Pedro Pascal, he's been in the family for for Disney now with Mandalorian, and um, we saw him in, in Wonder Woman eighty four, kind of dabble in the superhero movie thing. If I was if if I was had interest in getting into Pedro Pascal business, would I have pegged him as Reed Richards on top of instead of other potential Marvel characters? And that that would be my question: is is that the ideal role for him? True. You know, True. probably not. You know, and then that's when I say to myself, you know, why then why why put Pedro in that in that spot as opposed to somebody that does maybe quote unquote fit the bill more, uh, mm-hmm. whatever that means. And like, you know, like for example, if you ask me, what's a superhero off the top of your head that or a Marvel character that you think Pedro could play? Um, like one that came to mind for me was like if they were rebooting Iron Man, could he could play Tony Stark? And I can totally buy that. You know, um, but it, it, I'm curious to see how this looks. I'm curious to see how it looks. I'm curious to see how 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 he does because he's a good actor. Um, but yeah, that I, I, I thought it was interesting that they went in this direction. I think we, we had heard the rumors about Jake Gyllenhaal um, that were starting to percolate um, prior to this, so it, it feels as though they were really, really searching for a big name. Um, as opposed to just finding anybody that could play the role. And it seems like maybe they wanted a big name, but they also were getting outpriced, you know, by some of the guys, the Adam Drivers of the world, and Jake Gyllenhaal's world, and Pedro was the first big name to say yes. So, interesting, interesting casting. Yeah, for sure. Definitely interesting. I mean, I've seen a lot of Pedro Pascal's content. Yeah. Going all the way back to Game of Thrones. Um, through, of course, Star Wars and various other things he's been in now to this. He's extremely talented. He has a lot of range. He can play almost any character. He's very, very talented. So I'm very, you know, of course, happy to see him get this opportunity and excited, um, you know, to see him play this character, you know, purportedly if, of course, all this stuff is finalized and done. Um, but, uh, 
but yeah, I, I mean, I do see what you're saying, Kendall. I think he could he could have played a lot of other characters as well. Um, and again, I do think the character of Reed Richards is a fairly easy character in general. Um, you don't you're not doing much. You're playing a family man. You're playing a a you know borderline like corny smart uh, guy who is a you know family man super smart scientist guy with stretchy powers i mean that's the extent of the character there's not really isn't much else there um so yeah so um shout out to the youtube channel uh, a guy named nando nando's Nando V movies, Nando's cut. He's got a very good YouTube channel. He talks a lot about Marvel and DC movies. And he pointed out, he's talking about this casting. He pointed out how the common thread between a lot of Pedro's biggest roles right now, uh, being, you know, probably Din Djarin and Joel, uh, are this idea of being this, like, protective fatherly type. Mm-hmm. Um and one of the sure. rumors that we've we've heard about this movie is that um, that they may be taking a, a bit of uh, inspiration from The Incredibles and creating, you know, having the Fantastic Four have kids, having uh, Reed and Sue have their kids, and Franklin Richards being a part of it, maybe Valeria Richards being a part of it, um, and putting Pedro in that role, if that's how they're going to try and um position differentiate. yeah and to re- differentiate from the from the prior two iterations um he definitely fits the bill in that regard um again we don't know for a fact but obviously he's also an older actor which i'm personally not a fan of them going with an older actor but he's an older actor so like you know it's certainly believable that he'd have two kids at this point so um yeah i mean i i think it's interesting um everything we've heard is that john krasinski didn't really want it um, that he's more focused on doing other stuff and directing and whatnot, and uh, he couldn't. He didn't really want to get tied into that. Um, I I still think there are other names, you know. Um, I mean, I've been putting out Brandon Routh for a while. I just think he would have been like the textbook, like you know, version of Reed Richards that we 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 expect. And I just don't think he would have cost you that much, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I mean. You know, I think they were trying to get somebody that they thought would get people to the theaters, you know. And I Pedro didn't make a guy that would get people to the theaters, but... It's true. Um, it's true. But I don't know if, like, Reed Richards is that kind of character anyway. Like, I don't know if he's a guy that anybody's playing him, but, I, like... Yeah, outside... Like, I have to see... I have right. to see that. You know, like, I mean, maybe like, if you would have made him, like, like, I don't know, the Ryan Gosling or, like, I, I don't know who <laughs> is, like, that big of an actor now. Like, if you, you put him at Chris Pine, if you made him Reed Richards, like, people are, you know, lining <laughs> up. I gotta go see it. Um, like, like you said, he's kind of a basic kind of character to begin with. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, this sets the domino. You know, my thing is, we just got to start casting these characters. Got to start seeing stuff. Yeah, it's been too long. Obviously, you know, this movie, like, just get the ball rolling. And I feel like that's probably what Marvel were. That's probably that's probably where they were at at this point with this movie. Right. Where they said to themselves, "Well, we can't like." We can't keep getting told no without, like, just picking somebody and just going forward. You yeah. know, like, yeah, we tried the Margot Robbie thing. Yeah, we tried the Adam Driver thing. And, 
whoever else, but Paul Mescal uh, for Johnny Storm and all these different actors, David Diggs, didn't work. Now we got to go back to the drawing board, find find four people, give me anybody to play these guys, and then just, just start the movie. But, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, though, I think that, that this movie's kind of, I'm not going to go as far as say it's, 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 it's dead on arrival, but I'm still very worried about the Galactus. Um, Galactus being the villain. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, the report now this week was that Javier Bardem is going to supposed to be in line potentially to play Galactus. Obviously, before we had heard it was Antonio Banderas, but um, you know, I'm, I just don't think that like Galactus in the first Fantastic Four movie makes a ton of sense. But it sounds like they're like in their prime, so that would probably explain it. We're talking about an older Fantastic Four. Um, why are we getting Galactus? Yeah, I mean, if they're in their prime, that brings a, a lot of other questions as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if it's Galactus, he's got to look like the Celestials, I think, that we saw in Eternals. Um, and I don't... Um, and they have, and it has to look good. You know, it can't, it can't be another Modoc. You know, this can't, this cannot be another Modoc. This right. has to be like a legit, you know, not a, not Modoc and not a Cloud like what we got before. So right. we need like a real actual Galactus. They, look, they did Surtur pretty well in Ragnarok. Yeah, Dormammu was pretty, it was done pretty yeah. well in the limited time yeah. he was in. And I like, and I like the dudes from from Eternals. Yeah, Celestia. yeah, one hundred percent. So you can you can pull it off. Uh, visually, they've proven that, at least to some degree. Uh, ego, they were kind of uh, ego was all right. You know, they had, yeah, they had a little trouble with that. Yeah, yeah that was a little. That, was a little that also could have been Kurt Russell just being like, "Look, I'm I'm a huge actor. You know, you're gonna pay me twenty million or whatever you're paying me. You know, I got to be on screen seventy five percent. I'm not gonna be a planet. Um, but yeah, Galactus. I don't know, man. Like, I, I they're just going they're going away from the Doom thing. Um. And we'll we'll see what that means. John Campia had a report uh, this week uh, uh, that they may that they may have been meeting with Matt Mickelson about playing Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's in Doctor Strange or if that's in Doctor uh, or Fantastic Four rather, or if that's in something else. But um, I mean, he fits the age range, obviously, of Pedro. Like, it's not like you're casting somebody that's like thirty right. three. Playing, playing Doctor Doom. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would have made Doom the villain of this movie, um, mm-hmm. personally. But you know, but there's also report that like um, that then it's been out there for a while now that Sue Storm's gonna kind of be uh, the face of this movie, and I think making Doom like not much of a factor in this movie only adds credence to that because mm-hmm. like the the, the the, the Reed Victor Von Doom rivalry, if it's not really a part of it, like what else do you have with Reed? You know, right. like you know, you that's that's been the that's been the focus. It really wasn't the focus as much in the second one, but in the first one especially, it was the the major focus. And I think it's I think it's the most interesting like storyline that the Fantastic yeah. Four has. I mean, it's like you know, it's like the Professor X and Magneto. But right. um, but once you move away from that. You know, obviously there are other stories and stuff that you could do, but you could definitely it becomes a lot easier to just you know to position someone else as sort of a 
a more central figure. So, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see a lot of interesting things uh, going on with this movie. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to wait and see. I don't really know. Um, I I do overall. I do think Pedro playing Reed is gonna help this movie. Because he is, he doesn't really do like bad movies. Um, I don't think Wonder Woman eighty four was a bad movie. I, I think it had its problems, but I don't think it was a bad movie. Um, I think, uh, and he and he will, he's gonna do his part as Reed. So I think that's a pretty solid get. Um, and I think he'll tap yeah. a little bit into the Maxwell Lord in this as well. Um, more so than like, you know, obviously what we've seen from him and other things like. Yeah, a little bit though. I don't think Reed is as much as like a salesperson. Right, right. Maxwell Lord's kind of a, too much of a lot of a character. Yeah. Um, but you know, just being more, you know, just maybe being a little more like hyper, hyperactive and stuff, and um, being very like you know wired. Like that character is kind of like that. And we may see a little bit of that in this, but possibly. But possibly. yeah, no. I, I mean, um, obviously, the last thing is is you know is is you know is there a problem in your mind? I mean, obviously, he's you know Pedro Pascal is not white. You know, I mean mm-hmm. Reed Richards right. is uh, typically. I mean, is that something that bothers you at all? Or is that something? That- uh, I mean, not particularly. Um, I mean, he played Joel pretty well in Last of Us. Joel was definitely a white guy. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, pulled that, off, pulled that off pretty easily. Yeah. Maxwell Lord, uh, I think even, um, uh, shoot, who else? But, yeah, he's played other characters that were, like, that were like white. Canonically white, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was somebody else. I don't know why I'm forgetting. But, um, but yeah, no, he's, he's done that before, and... And he's done it pretty well. Oh, um, and the, the dude from uh, Kingsman had a very just thick Southern accent. I don't think that was supposed to be uh, a person of color. So, um, and he that was him playing. Yeah, interesting. Do you think that like? Do you think he's gonna like kind of move away from his like accent? I guess he's Peruvian, I believe. No, I um, or do you think? Uh, um. I would, I would I would think so, but I don't know. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I look. I think that. Um, yeah, I don't think it's that that big of a deal. Uh, you know, it's. Um, I mean, I've said it when since we've we've been talking about the Fantastic Four. Uh, when they got the when you know when we started we've been talking about the Fantastic Four since like 2018 2019 when they made that right. deal <laughs> but yeah, exactly. you know even though we didn't know that it would take them eight years to make a movie but yeah um but I didn't expect that they'd make the Fantastic Four all white um and we talked about it before I don't think that they necessarily had to be one way or the other um you know it, it's definitely believable if they if they were all white you know that that you know, that was the case. There's only four characters. It's not like it's like eight, you know, a team of eight or something like that. That becomes a little more problematic. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's not, 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 uh, it's not surprising though, because I just feel like 
in today's day and age, I, I think that it becomes it becomes harder for these studios to sell a movie, you know, and uh, with with such little diversity, and so that that's I think that that was important for them. Um, we had you know we had when we had heard that it was gonna be Adam Driver, that's when David Diggs was was in the mix of the thing, and it was like oh what happened? What about thing being Jewish? But it's like David Diggs is Jewish, you know. So it's like you have a little bit of a you know a little bit of a thing where you can kind of uh cover yourself there but um but yeah no you know i think that they definitely value that the same way fox did the second time around with michael b jordan so um yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see i don't i don't think that you know it affects much source material wise um i'm curious also to see if the cast changes from what was has been reported like you know we'd heard vanessa kirby was involved obviously um She's like, I want to say she's like, like twelve or thirteen years younger than Pedro. So, you know, is it possible they don't think that you know that she may not fit as well uh, uh, now as she did maybe if it was gonna be Adam Driver or somebody like that? But yeah. um, so they may maybe she's still involved, maybe she's not. Um, and obviously we heard Joseph Quinn is Human Torch and. Uh, Eben Moss Barrack had been rumored a little bit as a thing, uh, micro from, from Punisher. So, um, so we'll see if those names stick, but yeah, man, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I just want to see something from these characters at this point. Um, tired yeah, of yeah, we kind of just need to know who they are. Draw up some excitement. Yeah. Put out some concept. Art, man. What is ball, are the boss logic like on their dime? Like, why can't Marvel just release some official concept I mean, art? Boss Logic's just get, giving him free advertising at this point. <laughs> right. Just, like, he doesn't have to do any of this. Um, I think they'd be in much, not be in, in a good place if not for him, honestly. They owe him a lot of money. Right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they they, they got to start getting the ball rolling with these castings and promotions and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, so, we, so we'll, of course, be keeping you guys updated with a lot all the all the other uh you know casting news as that comes out and as we get further confirmation yeah i mean the uh, strike's over we didn't even talk about that yeah, we, yeah. last time we well, yeah, last time I mean, we did our, yeah last so, the last time we did our show the strike was still going on yeah so but, the strike's over now so we should be getting more yeah casting more and, castings and, and uh promotion yeah and all that dc kind of i think you know james gunn yeah, dc as well. I will, yeah. we'll start to push the superman legacy castings further yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll probably get a villain soon. I mean, there's been yeah. rumors out there about who the villain could be for that movie, and then yeah. Batman as well. So, yeah, there's plenty of plenty of stories. Yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, all right, you guys. So, uh, next we have a couple of reviews yep. uh, that we can get through. Um, I think we could probably start out with the TV, with the TV review of uh, Loki. Um, so, we did get, as Kendall mentioned at the top of the show, the finale of Loki um, recently. Um, uh, so we won't be going through like every episode, but we could just kind of give our overall thoughts on on the show, on the ending, yep. implications for future of the MCU, and that kind of stuff. Um, honestly, I really... Um, I, I, thought, I thought Loki was decent. I didn't I don't think it was. Um, I probably say I I 
I probably have to rewatch the first season to see which one I like more. Um, I mean, my gut tells me I like the first season more than this one. Right. Um, but I have to rewatch though to, to see. Um, but um, but we got a good amount of of uh, of Victor Timely. I'll say I don't know if I say Kang, but we got a good amount <laughs> of uh, Jonathan Majors. You know, however you feel about Jonathan Majors, we got a good amount of him. Um, we got a good amount of um, of uh, of course Tom Hiddleston. Um, uh, as uh, Loki, Mobius, Obi, <laughs> as well, who was a who was a, a very nice addition, um, as well, Renslayer, Miss Minutes, so we got a lot of a lot of kind of interaction between all of them, um, you know. It seems like, and of course, spoiler alert, obviously heavy spoilers, all the spoilers. This whole show is spoilers, so if yeah, you haven't seen any uh, Loki, if you haven't seen, um, you know. The Marvels. Uh, the Marvels, definitely go watch that stuff before you before you jump in, before you uh, listen to the rest of this. Um, but yeah, so it was interesting to see um, Loki. By the end, seems like he is kind of keeping all the timelines together, uh, keeping right. the keeping the multiverse from completely unraveling. I don't know what role he'll play in Secret Wars. Um, you know, similar to. Uh, of course, the post uh, the uh, ending of the Marvels and what the implications of that as well. So I'm sure we'll talk about that in just a second. But, um, but yeah, I I mean I'd say overall, I thought it was this was a fun season. Obi I think was probably the most pleasant addition to this new thing that happened in this season. Um, I thought it was I thought it was good. I didn't think it was like all bad at all. Honestly, I thought it was good. I enjoyed watching Loki season two. Um, definitely not the thing for me to make me feel differently about Marvel as a whole and its trajectory as a whole, which is going to yeah. be a trend for me going forward uh, in terms of my feelings about Marvel properties. But right now, this didn't change that for me really much at all. This was nice. It was good, but not something to make me, okay, I can't wait for the next Marvel thing. It's like, well... I still don't know where I, I still don't know where they're going or what what they're what they want to do. So I don't know. yeah, there was there's a there was a segment of, of, of Marvel Twitter um, after the finale came out. You know, um, I really don't want to name names, but you know, there's yeah, there's yeah, those, sure. there's those people out there that are kind yep. of just like Marvelites, whatever you want to call <laughs> yes, them. Yes, yes, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> they are. Uh, like after that finale came out, like there were there was a push to say like I think the you know Loki put the Loki team on Secret Wars you know or have the Loki director direct have the writer blah blah blah. I'm like part of, first of all I'm gonna be like look Michael Waldron still a major part of this Loki team. He was the one that was writing Secret Wars. Yeah, they had to take really him off was. of it. <laughs> had to take him off of it because it was Doctor Strange was on it. <laughs> you know so I'm like that's that's the first bit of it. But um. But no, yeah, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think that, like, like you said, that my opinion has changed of the future of Marvel based off of that finale. I think it was a very good episode um, for, like, a Loki show. Um, for a Loki series, I, th- I thought it was a very good episode. It was very good in terms of the characters. Um, problem I think I had was that I think I assumed that the show would do a bigger job of, um, like, setting up. Kang and Secret Wars, or, or Kang Dynasty, rather, 
and sort of help bridge the gap from like quantum mania to king dynasty like how do we get from a to b after what we saw in king in, in quantum mania and I don't, this didn't really answer any questions no it didn't, it didn't answer any questions only made me more confused yeah, like yeah. um and i like i personally my theory is that whatever they had planned for that was scrapped because it's major stuff because it just doesn't, like, they leave, it does not wrap up in a clean bow at all in terms of Kang. Um, so I, like, that part I thought was was not as done well. Um, and some of it's not their fault. Like, it might have been the right decision to just kind of leave it up in the air because they don't really know what they want to do. So can't really fault them for that. But I just think that, um, for me, it, it, it sort of lessens the, the impact of the show a little bit. But, um... But in terms of servicing the character of Loki, I mean, look, Loki comes off great in this. I mean, Tom Hiddleston did an excellent job. Um, he is definitely catapulting himself. He wasn't already. He's, I think he's certainly securing a spot on the Mount Rushmore of Marvel villains. Um, and he's not even really that much of a villain anymore. But, like, just in Marvel, you know, figures that are antagonistic generally, um... He's putting himself on that Mount Rushmore. Um, I mean, the and it does. It, I'm curious, you know, with Michael Waldron having been part of this and like having had the plans for Secret Wars initially, if like if this was going to tie into Secret Wars more heavily, you know, because that's the thing. Like when you say, like, oh, you know, I'm interested to see like what this looks like or whatever going forward. What this means for for these movies. I'm like. There's a part of me that's like, I don't know, every time we see a new movie that involves the multiverse or anything, it looks different, and it, it feels different. Like, we'll get to the Marvels, but nothing that happened in the Marvels felt like it connected to anything that happened in this show. Right. And they both involved the multiverse on some level. <laughs> um, and, and then, you know, WandaVision, WandaVision to Multiverse of Madness to Quantumania to Loki, like, it all felt like it was different. And so that that that's why I'm like... As great as this was, like Secret Wars didn't come out for like another five years. It feels like maybe it's three, maybe it's four, whatever it ends up being. Um, I, I I have my doubts that it's gonna look the exact same four years from now as it looked in this show. You know, and, and that thing from the show really gonna tie heavily into Secret Wars four years from now. So. Or, uh, I guess, King Dynasty, whatever it's called. We really don't know. We'll get into King Dynasty, I guess, a little bit. But, like, you know, that movie seems like, I mean, Daniel Destin Cretans, you know, all yeah, for that movie. Yeah, are they even making that? What's even happening? Is that even happening? <laughs> you know? don't even know. So, like, so, I, so it's hard for me to know what their plan is and if this ties into any of it at all. Um, but look, the, but again, the character stuff, the character of Loki, the character of Mobius was served really well in these last couple episodes. The character of Loki, character of Sylvie, um, you mentioned Ob, um, or Boris, uh, you know Hunter B fifteen or whatever her name was. Like she, she did a really good job. Um, you know, I, I, I thought the whole cast. I mean, Renslayer was sort of you know sidelined the last episode or two, but um, she did a really good job. Um, you know, I mean, Tara Strong, obviously, Miss Minutes did an excellent job. I mean, it's just a really good cast, really good, really good group of characters. I think that it was very contained the last couple episodes. 
Um, almost, I wouldn't say it's too contained, but like it, it really felt like 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 the finale. There really wasn't that many like set pieces because I mean, part of the bit was like he was doing the same thing over and over again. Right. And like if you know, there were times where we I've mentioned multiple times in the show, but there were a lot of times during the series where you feel like I'm watching Legion. I suppose, yes. you know, where you kind of just like, I don't really know what's going on right now. Like, it's, yep. it's very trippy. It was going on. But um, the finale definitely had that, gave me that impression a few times. Um, but, you know, yeah, it wasn't like this grand, epic finale. Like, I think the finale for the first one was better. First season. Personal. Uh, I completely and, and I think that that's controversial. Yeah, 100% agree. I think that's controversial, just given the temperature that I've seen of people. <laughs> people saying it was the best episode of Marvel television that we've seen. Oh no, that's definitely not. You know, I didn't get that impression. I thought that it was again. I thought it was a very good episode, but um, and Marvel's had their issues with finales, and I, I definitely wouldn't put this in that category where it's like, oh, I mean, if they're know. talking Marvel television. Are they including any in Netflix Marvel included in that? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Then that'd be that, yeah, that becomes another part of it, but. Um, but uh, yeah, even if we were just talking Marvel Studios, like yeah, even then, even then, I'd say no. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's the best episode. Uh, we again, I wouldn't even say it's the best finale. So, which no. is not a very high bar to be, <laughs> to be fair. But not really. Um, I'd have to rewatch the Falcon and Winter Soldier finale. I enjoyed that too. I enjoyed that one. You, you know? know, so I'd have to rewatch that. Is it better than that? I don't know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, hey, I was just I was just started thinking about the Hawkeye. Uh, Kingpin. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> that was, didn't, didn't necessarily stick the landing. Yeah, as I don't, well know, as that, we I don't know about that one. Pen Ultimate was great, but uh, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, no, yeah. This one like was very limited. That's I think that's what hurt it a little bit. Like not like again, it didn't hurt it in the sense that it was bad, but just hurt it in the sense that like its ceiling could only be but so high. Like if you're not going out, and I'm not saying I need, I need some giant like you know, you know end end game like you know <laughs> final battle in the finale, but like. I don't know if I could just watch Loki kind of running around doing the same thing a million times. Yeah, I, I mean, I was, I mean, I was wondering if we'd see other Kangs. If we, if, I mean, when I say other Kangs, I mean like multiple other Kangs, right? And like seeing them do anything, you know. John Majors was in this series. Yeah, he filmed. He actively was filming for this show, and they decided, knowing that his character was going to be. The villain for Kang Dynasty, the next Avengers movie, and reportedly the movie, the movie after that, Sacred Wars, he was supposed to be the villain as well. And there are, as far as we know, no other movies or projects in between this yeah. show and, and, and Kang Dynasty yeah. that were has anything to do with Jonathan Majors and that we expect him to be in. And they decided we're not going to bridge the gap at all. No. We're not going to even tease the idea that he's no. still alive. That there's another version of uh, of him out there. It's just he who remains and Victor Timely. Yeah, we we got rid of he who remains. Victor Timely's gone. We changed the you know the 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 book wasn't given to him, so he's not you know he's not going to turn into Victor Timely anymore and yada yada yada. None of it. Like it's funny. There was that article that came out that we talked about the Variety article that was like, oh man, like. You know, Marvel, uh, you know, I saw the finale of Loki and, and Marvel is screwed. Marvel effed was the, right. was the quote uh, with this whole Kang angle. And now people are looking back and being like, was, was that like, there's no way this person, the same person saw that finale and thought that Marvel was screwed. Like they, they, because of how they did Kang, like they made it seem as if Kang was like, was good. They were just making everything Marvel, everything Kang. 
right. going forward when this finale did the opposite. This finale, I think it wrote him off to a degree. And they just decided we're not we're not touching the Kang thing, um, mm. which is interesting. And, and I don't think it wrote him off in the sense that he can't come back. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, he's still he's still there. He's still around. King's still around. I mean, yeah. is he? I mean, I mean, I mean we the, think we assume King the Conqueror is still around from Quantumania. I don't think he's dead, but they yeah. could say they could say he is. And I wouldn't. I mean, the timelines are still there. You know, it's not like all those all those extra timelines are still there. Loki's just holding them together so they don't like right, right. get destroyed. But they're still around. So I think the other Kings are still around. Right, the Ramatuts and the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, they're Mortis. still around. So I think they could still. That's why I'm saying like they could still show up. It's just uh, you know. If they didn't, would that? I mean, like, do you think that they do have an out to to, to sort of not not show King anymore? But right uh, off. I mean, they can. It'll be weird because the guy said, "Oh, my other ones are out there and they're coming and all this kind of stuff." Yeah. Um. So it'd be like, where are they? Yeah. <laughs> you know. So that'd be a little strange. But when I thought when Renslayer was 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 banished to the void or whatever they called it, the end of time. I thought that she was going to run into Kang from Quantumania. Mm. And I thought that that's where he was too. Oh, wow. That would have been crazy. You know? And maybe that's, you know, as far as we know, like, she was looking at a Lyeth, you know, the, the, from season one. You kind of see the purple haze and, like, you know, made it seem like that's that was, uh, the dark cloud was coming after her. Um, mm-hmm. Then people were pointing out how, like, when in that scene, like, you could see, like, an Egyptian pyramid in the background. It makes you think, oh, is that, mm. you know, was Rama Tut involved in some level? Were we supposed mm. to see him? You know, we, we got, we saw the, we saw that version of him in, in, in Quantumania at the end. But, yes. Um, but again, they didn't do anything. They they decided we're not doing anything with, with, with Kang. <laughs> right. And there's both all these possibilities and theories that we could have gotten. They decided, no, we're not doing anything. So I don't believe that that was their plan. Because there's no post credit, how you get a no post credit scene for a Marvel project, you know the finale for something that again is so like multiversal and we're in the multiverse saga. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I don't believe it. I think they cut it. Yeah, yeah I think it's it hurts possible because I'm I'm watching. I'm like, oh, that's it. That's how it ends. <laughs> right. Especially when the director was like, so yeah, we to, uh, Secret Invasion. Right. Yeah, Secret Invasion, another one. Yeah. It's especially when the director was like. Yeah, we don't really have plans for season three. This is like a two, this is a two chapter book, like two chapter book, and you have no post credit scene to like what's next in the MCU. A little weird, man. A little weird. Where I was kind of like, man, that, that that was it. I mean, I thought it was great, but like, yeah, definitely kind of odd. And I know it's a Loki show, so I'm not gonna be the guy that's like, oh, I didn't get my Kang Dynasty, you know, preview <laughs> yeah, in Loki. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing where it's like, you know. I mean, maybe they're like, listen, this is Loki. Yeah, this show's about Loki. It's not about Loki Kang. It's not the Kang show. It's not the the Avengers, you know, preview show. Loki, Kang's return. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I'm like, I don't know. Falcon Winter Soldier, they gave me a a post-credit scene for Sharon Carter that I still have no idea what they're talking about. You know, it wouldn't have been the first time they just shoehorned some random thing into a post-credit scene that has nothing to do with it. Never, still haven't addressed it. Um... But yeah, yeah, yes. It's I don't know. So I don't know what they're trying to do with with Kang, with um, you know, with any of the, the Kang variants. Um, 
I, I think we're going to see them. I don't know when. I don't know how. I guess Kang Dynasty, I suppose. But, you know, definitely didn't, didn't like, answer a whole lot of questions, really. It, it kind of just it seemed to me like they were just trying to tie the knot on whatever was left from Season 1. And then, I guess, whatever the, the after credits showed from from Quantumania, I guess, when they showed, you know, where they had the... When they showed yeah, they, yeah, they're relying... Yeah, they showed Timely. Yeah. And that... Yeah, they, they're relying solely on that post that post credit scene. Yeah. With, like, the... The, the stadium full of on Exegol, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. The stadium full of Kangs and them being like, oh, we're ready. We got to find King the Conqueror. He's yeah. taken out. Um, They're relying solely on that. I just don't know how enough, if enough people, like, cared, really. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure just a lot of people watch that and are just confused. Like, what the heck's going on? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. dude, five times a major song. Um... What do you think, you know, what do you think this means for Loki going forward? Do you think we see more of him, you know, do you think we see more of him, or do you think this was sort of like his retirement uh, episode? You might see him in Secret Wars and or King Dynasty. Outside of that, I don't think we're going to be seeing too much of him. Does it seem a little preoccupied <laughs> doing something else. Yeah, so. right. Uh, so, Kennel, what, what, what are you giving this as a, as a score for Loki Season 2? Uh, for Loki season two, um, finale, I would give a, I give an 8.5, uh, the, uh, season, I'd probably give an eight. Um, I thought it was a, thought it was a good, uh, a good season. Um, I'm not really sure where it ranks in terms of Marvel television. The ending bothered me a little bit. Um, only because again, it didn't really t- tease anything, so I kind of just felt like, man, I, I don't want to say I wasted time, but like, um, like this didn't necessarily have the appointment television feel that it probably should have when you put right. Jonathan Majors and Kang in it. Um, like it did the first time, like the first time, you're like, you know, it teased Kang the Conqueror at the end with the statue, and you're like, oh my god, what does this mean? Like, this didn't have that as much, you know, so I think that that hurts it a little bit, but, um, yeah, I don't know if I'd put it ahead of season one. I'd probably put it slightly below season one, although Tom Hiddleston, I think, was even better in this season than he was in the first, so um, I'll give him that. I mean, he's just really, really, like, got that role in, like down pat at this point. Like, he just... I think it's probably a top... I think it's certainly a top ten Marvel, like, casting, you know, Absolutely. actor to, to character. Like, he just played the Loki role so good. Um... And the fact that a Loki show could even work, you know, credit to Mark Hiddleston, uh, Tom Hiddleston, rather, credit to the whole Marvel, uh, you know, creative team and, and the Loki creative team for making that work. But, yeah, i got to go uh, eight for the uh, season. All right. All right. Um, uh, let's see. I would probably, I mean, right now, I'd probably go eight for the finale and eight for the season. I thought the finale was solid. I enjoyed the finale. Uh, the season was solid. I thought the season was good. You know, I had definitely nothing, you know, too extremely, you know, bad to say about it. Definitely nothing where I would want to knock it or anything or where I'd want to say, oh, well, I didn't get to see. I didn't see enough of this. I didn't see enough of that. I didn't see, you know, it's not really. It's a Loki show, right? Right. The show is called Loki. I got plenty of Loki. I got plenty of TVA. Um you know, I got my, you know, intrigue and mystery and all that kind of stuff. Um, 
you know, Obi was very pleasant. Uh, oh yeah, you know, inclusion to that to the show as a whole. Um, Mobius was great. All the you know, the whole cast was. Great. Jonathan Majors did a very good job. And Jonathan Majors did a very good job. He was very good. Very good man. Yeah, very good. Job. And the last thing, one thing I want to say about Jonathan Majors is that. Um, <laughs> like, don't get fired. <laughs> no, but the last thing I want to say about Jonathan Major is that, like, as great of a job as he's done in the different times that we've seen him, I mean, even his scene as He Who Remains was excellent in this episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, kind of took me back to season one. I was like, oh, yeah. man, that was, that was so good. Yeah. Um, excellent scene. But, like, I don't... The problem I have with the, with the character of King the Conqueror is I feel like but we know him in the comics as King the Conqueror. Every in, in cartoons as King the Conqueror. Like and we saw him as King the Conqueror in Ant Man and the Lost Quantum Mania. But in the Marvel in the MCU in as a whole, we've seen Jonathan Majors like, I don't know, like four or five times. And only one time have we actually seen him as King the Conqueror. Yeah. We've not seen him as Victor Timely. We've seen him <laughs> as he who remains twice. <laughs> right. Like we've seen him as Victor Timely twice. Like you know, and then we've seen him as these other these other versions of the NAM and versions. the Lost Quantum Mania. Yeah. So like it like we've only actually seen Kang one time. Otherwise, like honestly, Victor Timely and He Who Remains are the main versions of, of of Kang. Like there was a line at the end of of that episode of the finale where, you know, they ask uh Mobius they were talking about like, oh, the the other He Who Remains variants are out there. You know, and or they all oh, we took care yeah. of the one I forgot what he said. Something like we took care of the one he remains variant on on you know the Earth you know six one six six one six on the six in the six one six they took care of him. Um, but like they it, like again, it's like the he who remains variant. I know from their perspective that's who that's who he is. <laughs> he who remains. Right. But like I feel like for most people that's who he is at this point. Like the first time we get introduced to him, he's he who remains. Then we get a version of him that's King of the Conqueror, and then now it's back to he who remains and Victor Timely. So I'm like, who really is Kang? It, 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 you know, like, or is he he who remains? And then Kang, that is, Kang is a variant of that guy. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just think that whole thing is confusing. I also think that they somewhat, I don't say they dropped the ball, but like, you know, they teased the kid. Um, well, they, they showed the kid that was the kid version of Victor Timely. I thought for a second, like, oh, could that kid wind up being Iron Lad? Because in the comics, mm-hmm. you know, he becomes a young Avenger with like right. the older, you know, version from Kang, a young version of Kang that, that becomes Iron Lad, becomes a hero. Um, that could have been interesting, but they, I mean, they didn't really go anywhere with that. And I wonder if maybe that was something that they also had planned. They were like, we're, we're staying away from that, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff. But yeah, I thought Major did a good job, but you know, I just don't know if they've handled his character as well as I would have liked. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, yeah, I thought he did a very good job, but uh, um. Yeah, we gotta see. We gotta see what they want to do with uh, the Kang character going forward. Um, all right, and I think you know c- c- to uh, finish off the show, we can give our Marvels review, Kennel. Um, so we have, um, of course, the Marvels, which is a sequel uh, to Captain Marvel. Um, and uh, now, of course, if you've been listening to our some of our previous shows, this is not exactly the movie we were most looking forward to. Um, but we did go see it, um, and uh, we definitely have our thoughts about it, um, and they may be, you know, I guess different or interesting or, or what have you, 
Um, so uh, for the Marvels, I thought it was okay. That's honestly just being honest. That's how I honestly felt about it. Um, uh, and to be completely honest as well, that is exceeding my expectations. I didn't know if I liked this movie, right? But I but I thought it was okay. You know, I I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was awful. Um, but I thought it was okay. It it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Um, I thought Brie Larson as Captain Marvel was better in this movie than she was in the last one. I thought um, I thought uh, the uh, I thought uh, uh, Miss Marvel and Photon were also very good in the show as well, um, or in this movie rather, not show. Um, and Freudian sleep, Freudian sleep, yeah, real Freudian sleep. Yeah, Freudian <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I thought they were very good as well. And, um, you know, and I thought this, I thought this, and, um, I thought a lot of the action sequences also were, were decent. I thought they were, they were good, well choreographed, enjoyable to watch. And, um, you know, I very much enjoyed that as someone that likes good action. Um, some of the cons for me are kind of probably the story overall, I thought was pretty, uh, um, I think there at times there were some things that I I thought could have been explained better, or or to be honest, I mean just just weren't things that I weren't just didn't care too much about in the context of everything else that's going on in the MCU, uh, and um, I thought the villain was greatly lacking, um, and there was a lot of even with the short runtime there was a lot of stuff that I think I just didn't really need to see. Um, like say the musical number, the musical planet, all that kind of stuff. Didn't really need to see that. Um, so yeah, overall, you know, I thought it was okay. You know, I didn't think it was bad, but I, but but uh, it definitely, I think, left a lot of meat on the bone. Could have done with a better villain. Um, you know, you know, not definitely not the actor's fault. You know, I thought she did a great job, but. But just, you know, just the writing and, and the, you know, how she so as strong as she was to be able to, like, box with Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel and Photon at the same time. I, it's like, I don't know how this character is able to do that, considering how we know how strong Miss Marvel or, or how strong Captain Marvel is. It's very strange to me. So, yeah, so I don't know. Just a lot of things. And then, of course, Captain Marvel powering the, up the sun like it's nothing. A lot of stuff that was just kind of strange. But um, but yeah, that was okay. Kind of, what were your thoughts on uh, on the Marvels? Uh, uh, you're gonna you're gonna be definitely more positive than me. Right. Um, I'm gonna start with the cons. No, I'm just, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> look, I mean, I, is it a terrible movie? No, I mean, there's I don't I don't think that there's really too many of these Marvel movies that I hate. Um, you know, we talked about Eternals. I didn't love that movie, but I don't. I don't hate it, you know. I think that that's a, it's a fine movie. I could rewatch Eternals and not like, you know, it doesn't make my skin crawl mm-hmm. having to watch it, you know. Right. But that's most superhero movies. Like I watched the Fantastic Four movie that was bad, or the Amazing Spider-Man two. Like none of these movies like are that bad in, in inherently. But, um, and I don't think this movie is like on the pantheon of worst superhero movies ever. Yeah, I was gonna say you talking about. I know, I, I know. Amazing Spider-Man two, yeah, four. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, that's a very loaded <laughs> analogy, but. Um, <laughs> look, I mean, it's not, you know, Punisher Warzone or, you know, <laughs> you know uh, Batman and Robin. 
Um, but yeah, no, I, for me, I think that it's, look, do I think it's a, do I think it's a bottom five Marvel movie? I think it is. I don't, I don't, and again, I don't think that that's like, you know, me saying it's the worst movie ever. I just think that like this movie has a lot of problems, man. I mean, you mentioned the, the three, three main characters, uh, all three did a very good job. I agree with you. This is, um, probably Brie Larson's best job, I think, is Carl Danvers, Captain Marvel so far. Definitely better, I think, than the first one. There's a lot more life, a lot more uh, humanity, I think, in the, in the performance. Um, and I think it, it played out pretty well. Uh, you know, I thought, it, and we'll, I'll get to some of this I didn't like, but um, the, you know, Iman Vellani, you know, we yep. talk about a superstar casting. I mean, she's just you know, we've seen her now twice, and, and both times she's come away. Uh, we've come away as, a, as you know, with the impression that this is somebody that you know Marvel could position as a face, and, and it not feel like oh, you know, they're just trying to push a character that nobody asked for, nobody wanted. Like this is this is a character that people are like, let's get more Miss Marvel. You know, how can we get? You know, we we'll talk about the the scene with uh, at the end. Um, with her and, and Kate Bishop, but you know, again, the idea of us seeing more Miss Marvel and more Kamala Khan is not a not a bad thing. So, credit to credit to Iman Vellani for that. Credit to the Marvel the Marvel team for helping build that character, uh, making her into a, you know a, a real star for them. Um, and Monica Rambeau um, as well. Tiana Paris did, did a very good job yeah. with her character. Um, you know, they kind of teased some of the stuff with her and Carol in WandaVision, you know, when we saw her. And that was an interesting thing that we didn't really expect. Um, but I thought we got pretty good payoff here. You know, I think there may have been, you know, they may have, like, glossed over some things, went kind of fast with, you know, some of the stuff with her and Carol. You know, they kind of yeah. patched things up kind of quickly, yeah. I think. But um, but for the most part, I thought it, that stuff worked. And, um I thought she was very good as well. So, I mean, look, the three main characters I thought were, were fine. Um, um, you know, the action, like you said, the action's pretty good. You know, I'm starting to starting to, starting to to run out of things to be like, what did I love about this movie? But right. the action was the action was definitely good. Um, you know, the some of the fighting scenes were, were, were well done. Um, I don't even think the CG was that bad, like, which is for, like, you know, the Marvels is not necessarily like gonna be super easy, super simple. So, gives them a lot of credit there. Um, but in terms of like a lot of things I didn't like, um, I mean, you mentioned the villain, you know, Darben, uh, worst villain I think we've had in a while with Marvel. Uh, I think Marvel sort of shed some of the bad villain thing a little bit. Mm -hmm. This last, this last phase or two, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, you have majors. Yeah, yeah, Kang is way worse than Kang. You know, if you want to debate Quantumania versus this movie, what's worse? Quantumania's got the worst Rotten Tomatoes. I think the Rotten Tomatoes of Quantumania is a little harsh. I think it's at like 30-something, 40-something. I think it's a little harsh. Yeah, that's crazy. That's not, that's not, that's not crazy. I, I, I think these movies are comparable. I, mean, I like Quantumania. But yeah, yeah, I think these movies are comparable. I think they're similar. I think Majors is much better than the villain, you know. And, you know, just I just think that... The, the Ant-Man thing is a little tired at this point. You know, I just think people <laughs> didn't really care to see Ant-Man again, which I'm not going to fault anybody for that. Um, but, but yeah, Major's way better than this villain. Um, 
Gore the God Butcher, way better in this film. You know, um, I mean, what's the guy Drakov? You know, uh, uh, homie from from Guardians Three, uh, High Evolutionary. Gravic. Gravic, man. You know, Gravic. Like, yeah, the characters not even from good shows and good movies, but like we're better villains than this than this, than this uh, character. So. I mean, it, to me, that that's one of its biggest shortcomings because the whole plot is so tied in with this one character that we're supposed yeah. to care about. And I'm just like, I don't care about anything that's happening to this character. Yeah. You know? And, and that that's the biggest problem. Like, there are certain times where a movie um, where, like, the villain doesn't matter at all. Like, it could kind of be anybody. Like, The Flash. Like, the like the Flash movie, like, didn't really have a villain. You know, Eternals kind of really didn't have you know have a villain. Like Eternals, I was kind of like, are the Eternals the villains? Like it's a little confusing at times. But like, but yeah, with her, it's like she wanted the other Bengal so she can steal resources from other planets. Yes, because the Kree planet is dying. Right. And I'm just like, why? Like you, like you said, kind of like, why do I care about the Kree planet? You know? Why? Yeah. What does that? Yeah. Because I, Carol was the like, one that may have done that. I don't know. I mean, I just uh, to me. And I thought they had a pretty good opportunity to do, like, a kind of like a Superman thing where you talk about, like, oh, Carol, like, you know, almost like, you know, her being her being this invincible character, like, you know, this is, like, a problem that she created because of her and because of her, you know, overpoweredness, so to speak, and, you know, her having to, having to reconcile with that. And I thought they did a decent job of that throughout the movie, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just... And then by the end, the the thing with the sun, I mean, I didn't even talk about a goofy, like, they, she just kind of woke up and was like, yeah, why don't you just shoot the sun? Wouldn't that work? She said, oh, let me try. I hadn't done that before. I don't know if I could do that. And then she just does it and she it's fine. It like nothing. You know, it's a I one, thought two, that three. was at least going to be a sequence, but it wasn't even a sequence. Right. Sequence. They just kind of just glossed just, over it. They just threw it in. You, you like, know, oh, five yeah, seconds. Oh, yeah. And then she went and then she did. She fixed the sun. It's like, man, you've been stressing over this thing for 20 years and, and, mm-hmm. and now... This is why you do it. I mean, you know, they also made it seem like this was this thing that, like, like it was the reason why she never came back was this thing that happened. And I'm like, she was in Endgame and all these other movies, and there was no, like, hesitation. You know, about, oh, man, last time, you know, with the Kree planet, you know, I, I can't, I don't really want to get involved or anything. You're kind of just shoehorning this in, this concept in here. Um yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of story things that I, I mean, don't get me started on the the, the musical planet. I mean, and I wouldn't be that big of a deal if like it didn't feel like it was just like like if it didn't feel like so like integral to like the plot, you know? If it was just kind of like a goofy like thing, but spent a decent amount of time there, um, you know, and and it's funny because I forgot when they casted the 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 guy who played the the king or the prince. Um, mm-hmm. That was a pretty big deal in like the in like the you know because he's a pretty big he's actor in Korea. Him. You know, um, oh, okay. he uh, when he was cast in the in, to be in this movie, uh, you know, sounded a lot of alarms in like the K-pop world and the Korean pop pop culture world and and it makes sense now that you know they kind of put him in a musical scene and um and and I could see where what they were going for but you know like I don't really know 
Like, I don't know if this movie needed more bits. This movie had way too many. Between that, between the cat bit, I mean, the cat bit was terrible. That, to me, really, like, you know, because that echoed a, a whole another problem, which was the Nick Fury thing. Uh, I just think Nick Fury, like, I mean, I joked with you guys during the movie, but, like, to me, he's Bill Belichick on the Patriots, uh, coaching the Patriots right now. To me, he's right. Greg Popovich coaching the Spurs, where I just think he's past his prime, and I don't think he really cares. Like, I think he's kind of just, like, going to look, I already won two or three championships. You know, the Avengers already saved the world two or three times. Like, it doesn't really matter. I'm just out here in space, just kind of chilling, you know. What's the worst thing that could happen? Um, I just think that they really, really have lost a handle of that character. And I kind of wonder if Samuel Jackson, like, is, like, just signing up for anything at this point. Like, I, I like that's what the other thing that's disheartening is that he doesn't have to be in these movies. Right. And, like, I don't know if Nick Fury needed to be in this movie. Like, that's the other part of it, too. Like, the, yes, he's the connective tissue to, like, bring these characters together. But, like, he didn't need to be in more than one scene. You know, you could have had him in one scene just to show him, like, set things, set this thing in motion. Like, it happened in the beginning. Yeah. But I didn't need Fury to be in the whole movie if he's just going to be a clown the whole time. Like, that that's their, that, that's their, again, they're out of touch with this thing. To think that this is what people want to see from Nick Fury. Like, Nick Fury in, in Avengers... And the first Avenger, like yes, he was there was comedic aspects. Samuel Jackson, of course, there's gonna be comedic aspects to his character. Yeah, but a, I didn't feel a serious character. Yeah, but he's a very serious character, doing very serious things. Now he's just a clown. Yeah, the, some funny lines in this movie, but like, I shouldn't be like judging Nick Fury off of how many times I laughed when he talked. You know, like that felt like everything he said in the movie was a joke. Mm-hmm. Kind of, that kind of follows the trajectory of Marvel as a whole lately. Is the trolling and the jokes? Yeah, and the, yeah, and the oh, you know, Hulk's just a cuddly kind of Hulk's just a, you know, kind of a big guy a little bit, but he's not. Right. He's not a monster, right? Right. It's right. like why? Shrek. <laughs> it's like why is that? Where? Why is that what we're doing? Like why is that the trajectory of what we want the MCU to be now? That thing no. with the cats looked so shoehorned in and like. So kind of, I didn't see. Just so you know, I was. I had left. Oh I, yeah, I forgot. You went to the bathroom. I didn't see the big cat reveal on the on the ship scene. So um, what? What? So did you see? You saw the part with the where they where the guy on Saber was like, "Oh, we have a problem." Yeah, and then they and point they, out they, like they, the egg all these the thing. weird brain egg thing. Yeah, the weird brain. That thing, yeah. that thing like. That was my first problem. Was, it was like, how are you going to put this in the movie? Like, like three-fourths into the movie, we're going to introduce a new thing. I'm like, what is... I'm thinking, like, oh, like, right. you know, are they going... This is, like, going to lead to them being on Saber somehow. Right. And like, they was some back channel. Like, they were able to... Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But I'm just like... I'm thinking it's a serious thing in the plot. And then now, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, my God. The, the eggs are giving... The cats are giving birth. Like, I'm like, this is... And then oh. the whole point of this was so that they can get the... So they use the cats to 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 grab to to put the people onto the ship, so okay. that they can eat the have the cats all eat them. Kamala Khan's all running around. Oh, I'm sorry, this thing's got to eat you, you know, so we can get you on the ship. You know, getting like the saber employees, the saber people. I'm like, this bit is like, and it ran for like five minutes. I'm like, wow, it's like this is ridiculous. It also didn't make any sense because like the cons who are like the visitors, like they they didn't get eaten. It was only only we're only at putting the having the right. saber people get eaten. I'm like, why is that? 
Like, why wouldn't you just, why wouldn't you also have the cons get eaten, you know, by the cats and throw them in the thing? It was weird. But I was like, if I was an employee of Saber, I'm like, really? So you're going to put me in the cat, but not, not these, you know, you know, civilians? Right. It's like, but yeah, no. Um, that was ridiculous. They did this all to set up something that, like, they didn't, if you're going to introduce it, introduce it in the beginning of the movie. As, like, something to show signs that, oh, maybe Goose was... And then set it up as a long-playing thing. But don't just, like, three-fourths of the movie be like, oh, actually, you know what would be funny? <laughs> you know, if we use this. Because, right. like, you didn't need them to get off Saber like that anyway. They they only introduced that so they're going to have this funny moment where they fly onto Earth. Like, it wasn't like that thing was like, oh, we needed Saber to be, like, melting down. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, you could have just had them being fine and watching the Miss Marvel thing or Captain Marvel thing from afar. But they just did that all to set up something that they thought would be funny that didn't really work. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I didn't I didn't really see that scene, but yeah, the, the way you just... You, no, you didn't miss anything. I mean, that was the best time to take a bathroom break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah I just like, you know. And this wasn't a movie where I was like, oh, I can't I can't miss anything. I gotta, no. I just, <laughs> like, let me just go and come back. No, I'm not too concerned. Um... Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that was, that, that, that was bad, um, I mean, some of the, I don't know, some of the editing in, in this movie is weird, I mentioned to you guys, and I haven't really seen anybody bring it up, but I mean, it, jar, it was jarring at the time when Miss Marvel was fighting, uh, she was fighting those, those, those goons in the, in the house, and she was wearing a costume, and then when she gets switched into she gets switched into space and she's falling down from space. She's wearing street clothes, and I still don't know yeah, how that happened. Out, yeah. I, it, it bugged me out when I was watching it. I almost have to rewatch it to just to make sure I'm not going crazy. Yeah, I have to rewatch it because I forgot how they transitioned that. Um, but that 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 bugs me out. But you know, you know what actually really bothered me, um, and this is I guess kind of a trope. So I guess it's not necessarily this movie's fault, maybe. But at the end, when they beat her, when they beat the the villa, yeah, and and you know she's like, oh, you know, did she even? She might have even goaded her and said, you'll have to kill me or something like that, or maybe or. But Captain Marvel like just like lets her just lets her go. She just like stops. It's like lets her go, and then she gets up, and she's got now she got both bangles. Yeah, she got both of them on, and then she did the thing, and she opened the thing. I'm like, see, you just let her up. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. let her get well, up. Yeah, yeah. She, um, yeah, she, she pretended like she was gonna be, she was gonna be cool with like the. She's like, oh, we'll just, we'll just, you know, find a way to help the planet. Yeah, I'll help the sun. She's like, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, That'd exactly. Great, you know, and they're like, you oh, pick okay, her yeah. up, and then she grabbed oh, the bangle. Then she grabbed the bangle, and it's like, what? what yeah, it's like what that, are we that, doing? Yeah, like, what, it was so sloppy, sloppy with you know, like the fate like, of the universe on at stake. Like, what are we doing? Like, come on, this is the same team that beat Thanos. Like, what are we doing? So yeah, yeah so was, sloppy. That was another one where I was like, oh, okay, roll my eyes, and it's like, so this is how you know we get this I, stuff. But I, like, I, I mean. I mentioned to you before multiple times. I, I had a problem with Captain Marvel fighting those two goons at the con house. I didn't even have a problem with the cons getting in on the scrapping. You know, yes, it was a little blue beetle-ish where it's like, oh, the family's fighting the, the aliens, like that's a little weird. But like I saw them blue beetle didn't bother me. It's not gonna bother me in this movie. Like it's whatever. You know, I, I would probably probably defend myself too. I don't know if it'd work, but. The fact that Captain Marvel was fighting these people too, and they weren't like she didn't Im- immediately throw them into the sun, it was mm-hmm. crazy. 
the fact that yeah, it was very strange. Like she was in there for it wasn't just she was in there for a long time, but she was in there for more than ten seconds. Yeah, like you're letting this house get destroyed. Why would you just grab these guys, throw them away? Yeah, yeah, and I and I told you before, and I was saying that I, I I think the Captain Marvel from the first movie was stronger than the Captain Marvel in this movie, much stronger yeah. even. Yeah, um, Captain Marvel from the first movie, Captain Marvel from from uh, Endgame. Like, those versions of Captain Marvel were displaying much more power with the exception of that scene when she flies into the sun. With the exception of that scene, <laughs> uh, those Captain Marvels are stronger than this Captain Marvel. Yeah. So it's very strange that, yeah, like you said, she's having she's having to, you know, go toe-to-toe with these random goons. Yeah. And having to go toe-to-toe with this final boss lady, and I don't know why she's so powerful. That's never explained. Right. She has the hammer thing, but I don't know what that is or why that makes her so powerful. Why why that makes her able to go toe to toe with Captain Marvel, um, who's like a walking like infinity zone basically. And it's like why is she yeah. able to do that? They show yeah. the backstory it's funny because that like they show the flashback, uh you know, and showing the thing with Captain Marvel explaining like how she destroyed, you know, the thing and, yeah. and the, the supreme intelligence and all that. Yeah. Which I guess was in the first movie. I totally forgot, but um, yeah, yeah, it's been a while. She like, and and it's funny because I told I told my brother Henry I was like they should that should have been the first scene in this movie and he was like kind of was because they she was like showing having the dreams and I'm like I didn't catch any of that I know it was kind of like a previously on Captain Marvel uh, scene in the beginning but like I didn't really know like I think they just did should have just a pure flashback scene where we see from the other lady's perspective Darben you see from Darben's perspective like what the destruction what happened and like kind of like we saw with Gore the God Butcher you know his his backstory like you immediately get me involved in what the villain's thing is yeah. because when you just shoehorn it I'm like I don't know what what are you even doing exactly. why are you doing anything like yeah. it's not, if it's not like Doom or somebody I care about or somebody that I know I mean the X-Men movies they do it with Magneto yeah like they show you the Holocaust yeah. and you're like oh man yeah now I know why this guy is the way he is both in the first class, don't they do the same thing? Like yeah. they show him as a kid, and then they then they show Sebastian Shaw, and then they show him as yeah. taking out the the Nazi soldiers in Argentina. Like get me involved in the villain instead of just throwing this character in there in like the third or fourth scene. And I'm like, I'm who is this person? Why am I supposed to care about these random aliens? Exactly. You know what does that have to do with anything? Just a massive mistake the way they handle this character. Not a character they inherently like. Could have had to have been terrible. Uh, yeah, no. I think the movie was dead on arrival when they decided to do a Kree scroll centric story. Yeah, that wasn't like epic. Like it was just like, like a small like you know. Yeah, it wasn't like a massive war. Right. Like yeah. That. Exactly. Like yeah, this thing could have been crazy if it was like a big big deal. But it wasn't. Yeah. But it was just okay. So scrolls on one planet that get saved by Valkyrie, and then um, and then like just just Kree that are just kind of getting resources from other worlds like that's it yeah i mean they should have fused this movie with secret invasion that that's my that's my take like story-wise like this movie probably should have been like a secret invasion kind of movie Mm. that like with the same characters you know maybe i don't need dark ben but like graphic maybe as a villain and like stuff like that like that probably would have worked more like i don't think that it both would have flopped but like story-wise i think you would have had a you don't need more a, personal story. You don't need uh, what's his name's daughter 
being being us. Yeah, small. yeah, yeah. Gaia. You don't like, need Gaia being super Gaia could be in it, but yeah, she doesn't have to be exactly. yeah, super just have Captain Marvel uh fight. Grab. Right. <laughs> Which should have happened in the show. I mean Right. And Secret Evasion just like gets completely wiped out by this. I mean there's all these scrolls that show up and you're just like Yeah. You know, with like Nobody wants to see the scrolls at this point. Who are these guys? Like, I, I, I look to you while you're watching, I'm like, who is, who is this guy? <laughs> the, the scroll, you know, you know, leader or whatnot. I'm yeah. like, this guy wasn't mentioned at all in Secret of Asia. I know he's on a different planet, but, like, you know, does he, did he hear about Talos? Yeah. You know, what yeah, do you think yeah, about Talos? Yeah. Being <laughs> you know, what does what, what Captain Marvel think about Talos? Did Fury mention that to you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. This movie... Um, well, obviously we can we can we can go on for for hours about some of the shortcomings, but um, the biggest the two biggest moments in this movie happen at the end. Absolutely, Kendall. So um, so we can start with the we can start with the with the lesser of the two. Yeah, and um, I, I told you before I told you as we were walking out of the movie, I was like. It's effectively two post credit scenes. Yes, even though it's only yeah, one. Yeah, it's definitely two post credit scenes. Uh, but I think that they just kind of learn that you know people don't pe- want people, people don't always stick for the second gonna, one. I can stay for the second. So if, if the second uh, one's not like a, a jokey, like you know, ridiculous yeah, exactly. thing, yeah. then they'll like put put the yeah, other one at go. the end of the movie, and then put yes. the the main one after the mid credits because exactly. we're not going to get everybody, and they needed people to see the one after the mid. Absolutely, but we'll get to so, that. Um, so the first post credit scene, and I, like you said, no, we are. I am considering it a post credit scene. Show Miss Marvel going to visit uh, Kate Bishop. Yes, who I'm, who uh, I'm very, I was very happy to see. I enjoyed her a lot in Hawkeye. I think she's, um, I think she is uh, just as likable as Miss Marvel. I thought Kate Bishop was very good in Hawkeye. So Miss Marvel, uh, of course, has her her kind of you know saber tablet, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, that was that was that that was see that was setting something up early with real payoff where it it was funny and it worked. Yeah, that was funny and that worked. Yeah, like as opposed funny. to just like oh the cat is is pregnant in the third mm-hmm. act and I'm like what what does <laughs> right. that have to do with anything? <laughs> like say they set that up in like the second scene of the movie. And you know, and 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 now, and then it goes, it connects all the way to a post credit scene. I'm like, this makes plenty of sense. I buy yeah. it. You yeah. know, she took the tablet, never gave it back, and now she's yeah. got access to all the, all the Avenger files. Yeah. Uh, so she reveals that she's putting a team together. Of course, Nick Fury style, all sitting in the dark and all that kind of stuff, which is a nice Winter Soldier callback or whatever other callback. Avengers one, yeah. Avengers one call. Or Iron Man one, I should say, yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Um, so yeah, so that was fun. Um, so we're getting our young Avengers. Yeah. You know, basically confirmed by Marvel themselves. Yeah. We're getting our young Avengers. Name drop Cassie Lang. Yep. Name drop Cassie Lang. You know, Ant-Man has a daughter, that kind of stuff. So, um, we know three people. We know Miss Marvel, Kate Bishop, Cassie Lang. I'm waiting for Ironheart. Yeah. Um, though it's, you know, I don't know how... If they would want Ironheart to be in this young Avengers team, or I, I don't know how young they want this young Avengers to. to well, that's to what's be. funny because they 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 because that's what when she said you know I'm putting together the kid Avengers like I was gonna look at Henry and be like because me and Henry talk about it all the time I'm like Kate Bishop's like like Haley Seinfeld's like 26 like yeah. he's dating Josh Allen Josh Allen's like kid <laughs> but but then she said she's like I'm 23 yeah so they they they're on to the joke you yeah, know yeah people complain about it so so they got you know they got those three got I'm thinking Ironheart's gonna be in this 
Um, I don't know what they're doing with the with the WandaVision kids. Uh, yeah, at least Wick, Wiccan seemed like a lock. Yeah, uh, I would think. He's, he's, the, the character, they already casted a guy to play him in Agatha. Speed, um, there's been no word. Yeah, Speed, we have no word. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't think we're going to get anything from T'Challa Jr. yet. But TJ? <laughs> I don't think we're getting to Charlie Jr. I don't think he's gonna be getting into this anytime soon. No, I, I wouldn't think. Probably not yet. No, um, um, I wouldn't think so unless they do some sort of like time, time thing. Yeah, but even then, variant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, trying to think who else. Yeah, I mean, there aren't there aren't many guys on this team. So yeah, that that's the, that's been the thing. Some people talked about Kid Loki. I don't think anybody really no, wants to see Kid no, Loki. We don't need Kid Loki. Um, now, I mean, I think one of the main ones that'd be cool, but you know, Marvel's been kind of weird with some of these castings. But Patriot was obviously in, yeah, uh, Falcon yeah. Winter Soldier, but they didn't necessarily yeah, they didn't position him anything. as like, yeah. yeah, somebody that they're gonna want to bring back. Yeah, it was a mistake. I'm and, and, the way they did the Cassie Lang thing, like I'm worried they'd just be oh well, we got to recast him because we didn't cast this kid to play a, an Avenger, we just cast him to play a grandson. <laughs> right. Which, my thing is like if you're gonna cast these people, it's my it's my one of my biggest pet peeves right now. Marvel. As a comic book, like yeah, as a as a superhero, yeah, as a superhero, uh, then have the 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 foresight to yeah, be like this be person like, might if down the line we yeah, want to do that you're gonna be the guy playing <laughs> right because you can't be setting these people up and then saying oh like like <laughs> i joked with our mom i was like it reminds me of what that like the x-men used to do that where they you know they oh that shadow cat in the background you know yes. that's the mutant that can walk through walls but you don't really this though after playing them and whatnot and then it comes back in the next movie ellen page you know, or Hank McCoy's in, like, the first X-Men movie, and then all of a sudden, it's Kelsey Grimmer, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but, like, they, they, they throw in all these characters, Colossus is, like, in one of these joints, and then right. he just is a different guy, you know, in the third movie, like, they do it all the time, but with Marvel, like, these, we care way too much about this stuff now, like, these details, Easter eggs, like, before, it was just, like, a little thing that you kind of didn't care about, oh, that's, that's Iceman in the background, Yeah. now it's, like, every little thing is nitpicked, and when you give these characters speaking lines, like Cassie Lang in, in Endgame, you can't then just say yeah, it's Catherine Newton now. Yeah. You believe it, buy it, different person. So exactly. Um, but yeah, we have we got we got Patriot, and we also got p- potentially the Joaquin Torres Falcon for Falcon Winter. So he's a little older. He's kind of older. He's a little older. Danny Ramirez. How old yeah, Danny he's, Ramirez? Yeah, he's kind of take, take take a guess. He seemed the way he was talking with with Falcon. He, that he, didn't seem like a sub uh, a. Uh, like a conversation. He was a sidekick. I mean, he was a sidekick, but he also seemed like a he. He seemed like a veteran, Kendall. They they cast him yeah, as nah, a, like yeah, a seasoned yeah, veteran. Yeah, Danny Rivera is too old. He's yeah, that's old. what I'm saying. Thirty thirty one. Oh, like nah. He's but like, like he could be playing somebody that's like twenty seven. But I'm like nah. He's yeah, not a nah. no young Avengers. He's he would be an Avenger. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's why I'm like I don't know really know who else for this young Avengers team. I mean, I guess Spider Man maybe. If they if they want, but Spider Man's yeah, no like shot. an Avenger Avenger. Yeah, no shot. I mean, he, they, that's a downgrade. Maybe, but yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the thing of like, who else is going to be on this Young Avengers team? Yeah, they got to get Miles Morales in there, just like for the MCU in general. But well, yeah, yeah. They got they got to, and I've talked about it before. Like, do I want Marvel touching Miles Morales right now? Yeah, I don't know, but that would help them a lot. But yeah, no, they don't have. Yeah, they, they don't have yeah. Much. And you, I mean, unless they want to try, try to pull from the X Men. I don't know when this Young Avengers thing is going to happen. 
they they should have done a much better job years ago of like of creating like characters that would be in something like this. Yeah. Like they're now trying late in the game to try and like throw in some of these characters that would make sense, but they weren't thinking about it. Yeah, like because and that's something that both DC and Marvel. That's you know they're always at war. Who's gonna be the first to do that? Do different things like who's the first to make you know a, a female superhero, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know DC beat them to the punch there. A Latino superhero DC beat them to the punch there. But um, in terms of doing like the 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 the, the teen or kid you know movie with with a bunch of uh, a team up you know versus teen titans and young avengers like neither one of them done it yet mm-hmm. and like it seems like marvel's gonna be the first one but like they haven't they, they haven't done the setup you know yeah, like no this should be like young event like like young justice um like i i, I told you guys i rewatched uh the the young the, what was it called kid avengers or whatever it's called the yeah. next avengers next yeah, avengers, next avengers the, the animated yeah. movie that like obviously there's no like like I think it's semi connected to the uh, it, it's not it's not connected to the animated Avengers movies that they released but it's basically the same setup same characters and that movie um like was that movie was excellent I mean you you guys have seen it and anybody that's seen it knows that that's a great movie and they just did an excellent job of like you know making you feel like yeah this is just like younger. You know, just a, you know, not a kid version of Steve Rogers, but like, yeah, this this could be Iron Man, uh, Captain America's son. You know, or this could be Black Panther's son. I can yeah. believe that this is Thor's daughter. Like, they, I didn't, and I'm not saying I need like just you know, Captain America Junior. You know, and Iron right. Man Junior. and whatnot. But they they just sort of shut up more sidekicks and stuff like that. Um, that's not something that they I don't think they thought about, but it's hurting they, them now. They might have, they might have to make more heroes. In this right, this Young Avengers movie. Right. When this I also am not like opposed to them just like creating new characters for this movie. Like not every character, like Thunderbolts. I think the biggest problem is that they feel the need to like everybody needs to be somebody we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Like why can't the Thunderbolts? Why can't you just throw in Enchantress and just say yeah, Enchantress is a part of the Thunderbolts. Right. Never seen her before. Uh, you know now she's in it. You know. Right. Why can't you just say oh we're we're throwing um. Okay, maybe not like Miles Morales, but like we're throwing anybody that we some some random hero. This kid got a super soldier serum, right? No, so he's right. our new cap. Johnny Storm, you know, again, Johnny Storm's not gonna be a kid, but like or Iceman, throw anybody in yeah, there, somebody else. Yeah, that, that <laughs> you could be anybody, and it's like, yeah, that's believable that this kid could be a part of the team. But but yeah, no, that that was a that was a great scene. Um, man, I, I'm definitely, I think we're all interested uh, to see where that goes. But that Absolutely. was obviously that was the B scene, Shamar. Kendall, not the main Kendall, event. Kendall, that that next scene, Kendall, that was that made the uh, you know that made it worth it to see this movie. That made me go, boy, I'm no, price so, of admission. So glad, yeah, that I went to see this movie. Uh, so the second after credit scene uh, was uh, look. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to hold anything back. It was the X Men. It was the X Men scene. The first X Men revealed. Uh, in the MCU confirmed. Finally. Um, You're putting this ahead of uh, Patrick Stewart. Yes, absolutely. No, <laughs> that, 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 stuff, that didn't count. That didn't count. That was a, that was a joke. That was a trolling joke. <laughs> that I don't understand. It was, Evan just, Peters. It was, it was a, yeah, and that too. That didn't count either. It was just bad jokes. Poor, poor jokes that do not count. Shouldn't count in anyone's eyes. This is the actual first X-Men 
that we're getting. Um, and, uh, and it's real. It's real. It's canon. It's not some joke. It's not someone that's going to... His head didn't blow up. You know, <laughs> there was nothing. It was just what it was. And uh, so we get, uh, you know, uh, Monica Rambeau, Photon, wakes up in this other universe that she's trapped in. She's her mother, is freaking out, who we know was um, Captain Marvel and, you know, the other world from, uh, you know, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. E38. And, uh, you know, the guy's walking around in a lab coat. And they're like, who's this guy? He's Beast. Yeah. Blue guy. It's Beast. It looks just like Beast. It's talking like Beast. It's Kelsey Grammer. I'm there just losing my mind. Yeah. I'm mind blown. Yeah. I'm completely blown. I, had 0% expectation. I, I was I was on the edge of my seat. I'm sure you probably were like, I don't know why Kendall's bugging out. Yeah, you know, yeah. Kendall's like bugging out. I'm like, I'm like, what's Kendall bugging out about? Right, I'm looking at your book I'm like, oh, man, buckle up. I'm like, what's Kendall bugging out about? And he shows Beast. I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> what? Oh man, there. So there have been there have been some. Of course, I immediately told EJ he has to go see this movie right away. Yeah, and get off off the the internet. Get off the internet because he has to go see this movie. Yeah, I mean, shout out to John Campia uh, for you know (laughs) two weeks before the movie putting that in in the in the thumbnail that Kelsey Grammer might be back in the Marvels. So (laughs) so I was already like you know. Hey man, like, I guess a possibility maybe seeing an X Men character. I, 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 I was so confused. I, mean, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but yeah, uh, but whatever. And then as, you, as the movie goes on, and you see what happens to her. You know, oh, maybe maybe that's the explanation. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Kendall, we got we got Beast Kennel. We have an X Man confirmed, and the first the first confirmed X Man that we have is Beast. Yep. So we know Beast, and we see they're in some kind of... We see the X-Door. It looks almost like the similar Cerebro door. Yeah, it looks X, like Cerebro. Cerebro X-Mansion door of some kind, so... It looks like they're in the X-Mansion. Yeah, so they are... They are they are the X-Men. This is not just Hank McCoy. Says, oh, I've, and I've got to go, I'm go tell Charles Yeah, about. go tell Charles, you know, so he's in communication with Charles. We saw the X-Door, so we know they are the X-Men. This yes. is not pre-anything. This isn't, yes. oh, just Hank's just... Some lone yeah, freak, scientist. freak guy. No, it's just they are the X Men already. Yes. So the implications. Um, first of all, well, first of all, let me just say I love the scene. Beast looks fantastic. He looked great. He looked everything that I wanted Beast to look like. They got to use this Beast. This can't be some variant Beast that we see once and we never see again. This has to be our Beast going forward. Um, I think uh, this is the best beast I've seen. Yeah, CG or no CG, I don't care. This is the best beast I've seen. You know, people love not CG. Oh, it looks like green screen. I don't care. It looks better than Kelsey Grammer did in the other one. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Way better. You're it's crazy. You're crazy scene. if you want to see that other one. It's a post credit scene. Like my thing is like, you know, <laughs> like it's like if it's not, it's not the whole movie. If it's just one scene, like, yeah. I'm more concerned about the design than I am about like. Mm-hmm. Oh, like is it a little? Is it a little computer generated? Like, <laughs> of course, of course, it's, it's you know. It's, have you seen Beast? It's right. like why? Why do we want this to like look at the Kelsey Grammer thing and look at that? <laughs> right. And tell me which one you, you you think it looks better. So I definitely think they got to go with this Beast going forward. Um, you know. Uh, so what yeah, do you I think just, is happening in that scene? Like, do you think that that is Beast? From a, a, a youth, an, a universe or an Earth that we hadn't seen yet, 
Is that Beast from the Fox movies that just happens to look different? Is that is that um, you know? I was thinking that's a beast that we hadn't seen yet. That's what that was my initial right. assumption in like a random universe that we hadn't seen yet, that has the X Men. Forty um, days in our universe. Is it in that other universe where Charles' head got blown off? I see. I don't. I mean, I mean, if he's dead, you know. I don't yeah, know that 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 would be very confusing. Yeah, right. that's the thing. And, where I'm and, like, and I don't know what's going on. Captain Marvel, you know, she's wearing the the costume of, of, of the character Binary. Um, mm-hmm. This one. Okay, Maria right. Rambo, so then yeah. it creates the thing of why she look different. Yeah, know? why she look different, right? Yeah, so it might be in just a, a different universe. Um, just, that's that would be my assumptions as some universe we. And it's not it, like if it's the Fox universe that we saw before. I mean, again, there's just some, so much layers of baggage that comes with that. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of baggage. Um, I don't know if they would want to do that. Yeah, um, and we were like Maria Rambo is not in that universe. So exactly, like, what, is, what is she doing there? Yeah, so, what happened? Um, so I yeah, I agree to, to that. To the idea that it's probably a new universe we haven't seen yet, um, mm-hmm. and I sort of agree with you that like if you would have told me, you know, I don't know, even a month ago, two months ago, like how do you want them to do the X Men? Like I would have told you, like just like you know, start from scratch, like do whatever you want to do with this multiverse stuff, but then start from scratch afterwards. Afterwards, but I'm starting to get the impression that they may do some sort of uh, what do you call it? sort of CW-esque thing where they kind of just merge the universes. Because mm. um, I don't know, like, if you do this thing with Beast and then you then you then scrap it and say we're starting from scratch again and we're going to have a different Beast. Like, and maybe they don't use Beast again, but, like, I don't, like... I just wonder, once you do this Deadpool 3 movie and this Deadpool 3 movie ends up being what we think it's going to be, like, I don't know if you can, like, come back from that. And like then say yeah we yeah we have a Wolverine we got a Professor X we got a Cyclops and all that and we're gonna kill them all off and go back start from scratch or we're gonna do X Y Z and then get our real X Men you know like I think that might be confusing for a lot of people so uh yeah definitely especially once you introduce them like this yeah it's gonna be like wait who is this guy that I just saw like he was just in Deadpool or just in this other movie you know. Yeah, it's gonna be confusing. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna treat the, the X Men and Deadpool. Um, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna it's gonna confuse a lot of people. There's kind of no way around that. Now, I think that this is gonna tie into Deadpool. I think that what we just saw. I I I think there's a high possibility. I w- would hope that it wouldn't, but I still think there's a possibility. Unfortunately, because I want this to be the 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 X Men that we get going forward. This is the Beast we're gonna get going forward. This is the X Men we're getting going forward. And that's and the thing, is, yeah. This is not somebody. So you don't. Get, so you don't want the Charles. So you don't want the Charles that he's talking about to be Patrick Stewart. Um, because there's no, no guarantee that that's Patrick Stewart. But we would think it is, just off of like that's the only guy we've seen, and they always fight. He's obsessed with with <laughs> right. him and Jackman and those guys. So you kind of just yeah. assume, oh yeah, they're just gonna play the hits. Especially when Kelsey Grammer was in the old movies, right? You would think, oh, they're just playing the hits, but. Yeah, but it's I mean, possible that that this could you know this could be a new universe that we haven't seen where it's got a Wolverine we haven't seen a Professor X we haven't seen because that's one of the theories that people have had with that, that with Deadpool is that they're gonna use that movie to introduce the new X Men to some degree and introduce right. the new Wolverine and maybe even the new Professor X and things of that nature. So that's you know I would still lean that I think it's most likely that the Charles he's talking about is Patrick Stewart and we'll see that. But, um, 
But if it was a different Professor X, that would be crazy. I mean, it was all about breaking the internet. Like, oh yeah, if 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 we like in Deadpool, we see her again, and you know, he's like, I want you to meet the new Charles Xavier, and it's like, I want you to meet Charles Xavier and some other guy. Oh, it's like uh, you're not even McAvoy, but it's like uh, you know, people talked about like um, Esposito or something like that, mm-hmm. or if it's like uh, uh what's the guy, uh, Mark Strong, I believe his name is. Yes, uh, you know, he's a guy that people throw out there, like you know, from from Shazam, like. Yeah. Imagine like that would just that'd be nuts, like you know Daniel Craig, you know something like crazy like that. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean I, I'm, I agree with you. I think the cooler thing would be if this is from a universe we hadn't seen and it has nothing to do with the Fox movies at all, and it's just a coincidence that it's Kelsey Grammer mm-hmm. that they just brought him back because he's a great fit for the role. But, yeah. uh, but I would say the betting odds favorite is that it's. This is just a Fox tie into the Deadpool movie. Uh, I mean, I hope you're wrong. I, I think there's a good chance that that's the case. I think that'll be a, be a mistake for a lot of reasons. First of all, this is the best beast we've ever gotten, easily by far, and this and this will be better than any other beast they make. They're they're not gonna make a beast that looks better than this. Um, so, um. And we should get beast, by the way. It's not even if they decide to do an X Men without beast, I'd be like, well, that's a mistake because we just got a great beast, and we should continue to get this beast. Um, you know, but yeah. Um, other thing I just want to just want to just point out is I think this was a pivot kennel. I don't think this was a plan. I think someone told told Kevin Feige, namely Bob Iger or somebody um, in his circle, um, that told Kevin Feige, you're going to put an X-Man in, in something. <laughs> an X-Man is going to be in one of these two or three projects. Um, you know, and like, you're, you're just, that's just what you're going to do. Right? And we're going to start putting X-Men in like every project yeah. that we do. This, like, I, I told our brother uh, Henry, I was like, say what you want about this movie. And I think the ba- the biggest legacy for this movie is that I think it had the best pair of post credit scenes that we've seen since maybe Civil War, maybe maybe even ahead of Civil War. Civil War had it was Black Panther, which was great. I mean, nothing. I mean, nothing's touching this Beast post credit scene. Um, I mean, the other one, I think I think you could make the case for a few. I mean, I thought that I think I still think that Kang post credit scene with the, with all the Kangs was pretty crazy for man. Ah, that joint was. I don't know. You didn't like it. I don't know. I thought that thing was kind of crazy. I'm like, whoa! I mean, it was, it was wild. But I was just, after a kind of a, a mid movie. I was just like, whatever. <laughs> Kang, Kang's back, or Kang will return. Whatever. All right. I don't know. You know. I, I, mean, I thought it was. Pretty I'm cool. like, yo, they're teasing Young Avengers with like Kate Bishop and 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 Ms. Marvel, two characters that are great that we've seen, and everybody loves those characters. And you get to see him interact, and you're already seeing them interact, and then you show Beast, <laughs> you know Hank McCoy. I mean, the Beast and a Miss Marvel. I'm not even connecting or Captain. I'm not Marvel. even connecting the two. Beast is like in a, in a world. Of so that's why I'm saying Beast like, is up there with all the Thanos ones, right? And that's why I'm saying you put the you put the two together, and that's why I say it's the best pair because usually a lot of times they'll have one post credit scene that's great, and another so kind of a jokey one, or right. you know, 
you know. I like, mean, I feel like the only reason the the Young Avengers one isn't as crazy is because like we knew we we oh, knew that's what we were doing, we but they confirmed that that it. Was, like it we had coming. we hadn't seen anything. It was like oh, like they, they keep talking about Young Avengers. Like when are they act, when are they ever actually going to do this? Are yeah. they actually going to do it? And then they. I mean, I feel like if they mentioned a Young Avenger that we wouldn't have like thought would be in the Young Avengers. Yeah, that'd maybe cool. that would have been pretty cool. But they're literally two people that we knew. Right. We knew okay, and that's, they, that's when they do Young Avengers. Ms. Marvel's going to be in it. And Kate Bishop's going to. That, that's it. the problem with this leak culture nowadays. We just know everything going into it. It's like, all right, where do we get Young Avengers? Show me Young Avengers scene already. It's like, like, man. Yeah, that's the thing. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, good. So now we're getting Young Avengers. And, like, it's funny because in that scene at the end, that's also very confusing where they're, like, moving into Louisiana and people are like, wait, I still still don't think people realize, like, is Miss Marvel moving to Louisiana or is it Carol moving back in or is she moving out? It was not very, very unclear. I'm just going to put it out. I don't think that they're moving the cons to Louisiana for no reason. All right. Like, you know, the show, they're in Jersey. Like, they can't, you're not just going to put a Pakistani family that's what I thought out was of happening. random, put a throne in Louisiana. That's just what I assumed. Yeah, but that's how no, it looks. There was no, that's what it looks. They're, that's how it looks. They got all these boxes. <laughs> they're looking out of the furniture and stuff. Yeah, just like, like, oh, this would be a great house to live like, in. Like, I guess they're moving <laughs> in. Like, I guess that's what it looks like. Yeah. But, you know, when she said, oh, you know, and she said something about, you know, you know, oh, Monica will be back. And she's like, oh, that reminds me of something. Or she was like, oh, we made a great team. That reminds me of something. I got to do something. And I know I didn't know where this was going. I was like, I don't know what she's talking about. And then they showed New York, and I was like, I thought that she was just going back to crime fighting, like in in like the tri-state area or something right. like that. And then I then I realized, oh, that that, that was that was a Hawkeye teaser. But um, but yeah, I mean, like I I don't know. I mean, I think that that one might in in and of itself rank as a top 10 Marvel post-credit team. And then the the Beast one, I think, is top five. I think that's that's not even debatable. Beast has to be top five. There's no question. Um, The other one, uh, probably top 10. I'd have to look at the list, though, to be honest. We, we've, we've talked about the list before. Yeah, we've talked about the list. Like, the number one from Variety, from, like, uh, this, I guess this is... Leading into like maybe the Strange two or something like that, uh, it's still Spider Man, you know, getting out of the Peter Parker. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> I think we were all kind of losing our mind. Yeah. You know, Nick Fury, uh, from Iron Man one. You know, Thanos from the Avengers. We talked about it before that was yeah. that was okay. You know, but that was cool. Um, There's still uh, you know, um, uh, what was it? Was it the the Civil War post credits when they show Wakanda? I think that that's underrated. I mean, I was getting chills when they showed too, the man. the Panther statue. Show the Panther statue. I, I watched that one I over and over done. again. I get chills every time. I'm just like, yo, with the music. He's like, the let music, them try. Let them try, yo. <laughs> <laughs> they show Wakanda, but Kendall, because yeah, they didn't show Wakanda hey, in the Kendall, whole movie. Kendall, I'm gonna rant again. What's wrong with Marvel, Kendall? They going what away is from going all yeah, with Marvel. Yeah, they're going away from there. They, they, they were they, so good. Marvel used to be so good. <laughs> And now I'm sitting here talking about the Marvels, like, oh, I, why is this villain even on the screen? Like, what is going on? They, they, in the top ten of the joint, they got the Shang-Chi one with, with, with Wong and <laughs> Carol and Bruce. Right, yeah, no, this, this, this joint was better than that. I'm like, if that's top ten, nah, and the, the, the shawarma nah, from this, Avengers. Nah, this joint was better than that. This joint was better than the shawarma, too. That, that was a joke. <laughs> you know, Adam Warlock from Guardians 2, I don't know. Uh, I mean, that was cool, but. but yeah, the, the old Guardians from Guardians 2. No. Fury and Marie Hill of Scrolls. That was a good one. 
That was a little bit of a surprise. Fury activating the beeper and Infinity War top five, number five. Like, yeah, yeah, I think that's that's a very good one. But yeah, no, it's um, this is yeah, this is easily. I think both of these are easily top ten when you, when you look at this list. I mean, yeah, looking at that list, then then yeah, the, this list is also very like it's leaning heavily on the newer stuff. Yeah, um, but like they like the 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 Maximoff twins. We're, uh, we're number four, I think. Which is also a really good one. That yeah, one was kind of crazy. That one was, that yeah, one was also a top five. Because <laughs> that's also, like, X-Men character. That's also kind of X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? At the time, you was like, yeah, whoa! Was Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver? Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was back when we didn't have all yeah, the leaks. Yeah, exactly. Like, you had no idea that they were going to be in the joint. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, again, I think you had two, no doubt, top ten post credit scenes in Marvel's history. Maybe top five. Uh, the Beast, you can make a strong case that the Beast was the craziest thing they've had. I, I mean, to you me, can make a strong case. To me, like the X Men in the MCU, yeah. to me, that's like, I, you know, the fact that I had like some inclination that was a possibility, like, you know, and it's, I still was bugging out. If you didn't know, if like, I didn't know at all, you didn't know at all I would have lost my mind. <laughs> I told you, I was like, what? I remember Tisha Marie freaking out. Like, wow. I was freaking out. Kendall, Kendall can attest. I was freaking out. <laughs> and I, I had no idea that this was showing up. I can't wait. We'll talk to probably about that with EJ next week. You know, we'll just get his take on it's potential, particularly that. But like, like what's so fascinating about them using Beast as the guy is that I feel like visually he's such like a starking, he's such a, like a stark like thing of this. Oh, this is a, clearly a mutant. Like this is cute. He's not like the most popular X Men character at all. Yeah. But when you see Beast and you know anything about the cartoon, you know anything about the comics anyway, uh, you know, like you know, this means X Men. There is no blurred, like, oh, like, is that just the actor from the X-Men movies? No, or it's not like someone says, oh, hey, you know, Scott. Yeah. You know, or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, that? oh, a guy wearing glasses. You're like, oh, who's that? Who <laughs> guy was that? Or, like, you know, even, like, Professor X. Like, we've seen the Professor X thing a million times. That's the other thing that, like, oh, we've seen Patrick do a wheel in, wouldn't have done anything. Yeah, of course. We've just been like, okay, that's cool, I guess. Like, if that, if that was the post credit scene, I don't think you would have bugged out the same way. Like, if, no. if, if you land in bed and all of a sudden Professor X comes strolling in, Patrick Stewart. I still would have been bugging out. Yeah, you would have been bugging out, but you would have been like, oh, this guy again? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, was he going to blow his head? Is that game blown off again? Especially if Patrick Stewart again. If it was McAvoy, I think you would have bugged out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah then I, I would have similarly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would have been like, yo. I would have like, whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. It would have been the same thing. Right, but seeing Beast... In a, and, and it's a beast that we haven't seen before. I know it's Kelsey Grammer, but like the design is different than we've this ever seen. Just, we haven't seen beasts look like this before. It's, and this is it's just representative of why we wanted the MCU version. Yes, immediately X Men. Like we should have right? got them immediately. This, yeah, we shouldn't have had to wait this long. This, I should have been bugging out like this five years. Yeah, ago. after Endgame. <laughs> like I and and I think you're right when you had your theory that this Feige was was had to be like I think he had to nudge to do yeah to, to do be, this. I, I think he had to be told to do this. It's like, if I, Kevin, I, so I, I, I was like, Kevin, I really want to see an X-Man in the next movie. <laughs> like, I really want to see an X-Man in the next movie. The more the, the numbers for this movie, I mean, the box office was bad anyway. It was bad anyway with this, you know, as a possibility. It was bad right. anyway with this, you know, being confirmed. Like, I think this joint would have been even worse. Like, they were literally teasing this in the trailers. 
the last final trailer of this joint, you see her sitting in the thing. And you're like, oh, who's that person that's that's you what, know, in the hospital? Yeah, like yeah, you see her Monica in the hospital, and that's that's, that's what they're hyping up. They're like, oh, wait till you see what happens next. <laughs> you know, and they show the X at the end. That was part of the thing where I was like, oh, they're like teasing X Men in this joint. They showed that in the trailer. Yeah, they showed the post credits joint in the trailer. Showed her sitting in the hospital, but you didn't like you saw kind of the binary suit walking around. And people yeah. were speculating all of that binary was going on. Yeah, but and they showed Beast obviously, but still like they were teasing the post credit scene in the trailer, knowing that that's why people want to see the movie, and you know, and paid off. But like, but yeah, I think I just think Beast was such an interesting choice because again, not a top five, maybe not even a top ten most like probably most probably top ten most known X Men character, definitely not top five in my mind. And, no. But he's super recognizable and super, like, jarring when you see him on screen. The guy's in a lab coat. And you just know he's an X-Men. You know, that, you know who that is when you see that. Yeah. I'm not confusing at all. No lines blurred. I'm going to be re-watching this a million times with these plus Just to fast forward to that. Yeah. I do that all the time. I mean, I... Just to fast forward to that. Two crazy. weeks, like, a week or two ago, I rewatched Black Adam. I just fast forward it just so I can see Henry Cavill. <laughs> Great scene. I don't need to watch the whole movie. The movie's a little long. A lot happens, but I, I, that that's a, a, an incredible scene. With Viola Davis. And, yeah. You know the Rock, and then Henry Cavill comes out. Of, I mean, yeah, that's a, that, to me that that would be on this top ten <laughs> so, uh, Marvel list. You know, <laughs> like that yeah, was a that crazy was, that scene. Would be- that could be top five. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean that was crazy. You know, I mean there's plenty of X Men for you know post credit scenes that've been great, but um, but yeah, this is one that yeah for sure this is makes the movie in my mind like absolutely you know, yeah more than we'll, more we'll than give more. our scores, but yeah I think my score is gonna go up a little bit just based off of that. <laughs> those both those two post credit scenes. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah no, but yeah that was a crazy post credit scene. I can't wait to see. Uh, where Marvel goes from from here, um, in terms of uh, when we'll see the X Men, I think we're gonna really, especially after Deadpool, because we know we're getting X Men in Deadpool. I think I would, or I would hope, honestly, at this point, that we that we would get a pretty significant push for the X Men. Uh, I don't think we're gonna see anything X Men or X related in Echo. I think. A lot of the TV stuff is going to be kind of left alone for the most part when it comes to X-Men. But I think in the movies, I think we're going to see, or I hope, again, we're going to see some kind of X-Men push. Because, again, they have so many projects now. They got they have to do, yeah. they have to reduce the amount of projects. Cause I don't know if we're going to see X-Men in Fantastic Four or in Captain America. Yeah, I mean, we have or, the next movie being Deadpool, obviously. Yeah. yeah. We'll definitely get X-Men stuff there. But then yes. after that, it's like... I thought it's like I don't know. I might mean, not get him again until Kang. Yeah, X- might not get him until, until Kang or Secret Wars. Yeah, we might get nothing uh, again. So, but again, hopefully, you know, the powers that be, I guess, at Disney can kind of just tell Kevin, Kevin Feige, like, listen, just put the X Men in some. Have them in a post credits, right? Just throw them in a post credits, so people are reminded that hey, we have good stuff coming. Um, right, you know, I think it's about that time. You know, we can give our scores. Uh, what do you, What do you think you're giving uh, this, uh, the Marvels as a movie? Um, you know, it's hilarious. Not to, you know, I've probably mentioned this before. Before I give my score, the worst post credit scene, according to Variety, was Thanos and Age of Ultron being like, 
I guess I'll do it myself. I guess I'll do it myself. There's no way that's the worst. Nah, that, that, I, like, I, I like think that that's one. a top fifteen, top twenty. Yeah, I like that one. I, I like it better than the first Thanos one in Avengers, where they kind of just show him, where they just show him sitting down, yeah, where he's kind of like grinning at the yeah. screen, at the camera. You know? Oh, like, yeah, who yeah. is that guy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You just see him smiling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Yeah, I agree. I they agree. literally have it lower than uh, Loki. 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 Uh, the first Loki season at the end is like Loki will return. It's like a case file. Oh, okay. And it's like I don't even like I don't even remember that. But like, yeah, me neither. It's just it's literally just like the announcement that Loki that they're right. making a season two, and it's like that is really like why do they hate it so much? Yeah, that's strange. It's very bizarre. I, I, they got I, it worse I, I than like the ants. Post. I like that post. The ants playing drums in Ant Man two. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, I like I like that post credit scene a lot. That's very strange. Yeah, yeah, so whoever wrote that just does, just hates that post credit. Yeah, scene. yeah, it'd be very bizarre. But that one had me bugging out. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's you like, know he's putting all the gauntlets putting all the infinity gauntlets. I'll do it myself. It's like, whoa, <laughs> what? You know, so, like, yeah, yeah. that's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, to me, for in terms of a grade, ah, uh, man, I probably I'll go six point five. Okay, I'll be yeah. and and I'll be honest. As what I said reigns true. It's just a six movie. It's a six movie with a with two epic post credit scenes. I get it, maybe to a seven, honestly, but I will give it a half point just based off the two post credit scenes. But, um, but if you're taking the post credit scenes out of it, I, I'd say I give it a six. I mean, I think it's a uh, mostly it's a very sloppy movie with good aspects, you know, great characters, um, characters I want to see again. I want to see Carol again. I want to see definitely want to see Kamala Khan again. Definitely want to see Monica Rambeau again. Um, but a lot of sloppy aspects, uh, like the emotion you saw, you you mentioned with Monica when she saw her mom. Yep. Like I would have liked to have seen some emotion from Carol when Monica like dies in her mind, like where it gets lost into a different universe. Like she kind of was just like, oh man, isn't that crazy? <laughs> you know, right. like she. I know she's been through a lot. I know she's seen a lot. But it's like, man, like show some emotion, show some some fight, some care. Um. But yeah, no, I thought that thought that there was some sloppy moments. Uh, you know, I'd say this one in Eternals, I think it's a wash. I think this one in Ant Man's a wash. I probably gave both those movies around the same. I think I gave both of them about a six point five also. So I, I give give it a six point five uh, when you when you tack on it post credit season and everything else. All right, um, I would I would probably give this a seven. I'd give it a seven. Um, you know. Goes along with kind of what I was saying before. You know, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was terrible. I didn't think it was, you know, great or even like good. I thought I thought it was okay. You know, it definitely had a lot of problems, as of course me and Kenol, uh pointed out in our discussion. Um, you know, had a lot of things I think I thought needed to be improved upon. Uh, but I thought it did do some things well, and I thought it did improve upon some things from the first movie. Um, so I definitely think it's something that, you know, if you're like a big, 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 big Marvel fan, like big Marvel fan, you're like, should I see it? I'd be like, I mean, yeah, you should see it. Um, I say, don't have your expectations too high. If you didn't like the first, uh, you know, Captain Marvel movie, this is, uh, in my opinion, superior to that. So, you know, take that for what it is, but it's still not great. So, um, so yeah, that's probably, that, that would probably be my um my rating would be a seven you know definitely not something you gotta rush out to the theater to see 
if you're a patient person, you don't have to see every Marvel movie that comes out. Wait till this comes out on Disney Plus. That would be my recommendation. Not something you gotta pay, you know, pay to see while it's in theaters. Like there's there's no need. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's about it. That'll do it for our review. Um, you know, as of course me and Kendall mentioned at the top of the show, uh, EJ will be returning uh, for our next show. Um, and, uh, and, uh, you know, he'll, so he'll be back being able to host and do his, his, uh, do his normal thing, obviously with all of us, um, you know, uh, but of course, uh, keep tabs on, you know, our feed, you know, we'll be continuing to upload, uh, we'll have another Imperial broadcast out, uh, for you guys soon enough. We'll be able to do that. Um, and I'm sure uh, Sports Talk will be uh, continuing on as well, as, as always. Uh, but that'll do it for this uh, New Generation Hero Talk. Thank you all so much for listening in, as always. I'm your host, Shamari, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.